Pizza Party Podcast. I'm John Leguizamo. Who are you people? What the fuck? It's me. Oh, yeah, really? It's me, John Leguizamo. I was in the Super Mario Brothers movie and Ice Age. I was I was Sid the Sloth. You guys remember me? Who are you people? Um, Wait, is this really John Leguizamo? Yeah, it's me. Who are John Leguizamo? Stupid you, fuck. You owe me you owe me like a lot of money from babysitting. Your kids. I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway, who are you people? <laughs> Oh, hey, it's me, Rayman. I can't do the voice, but just pretend it's me anyway. I, Rayman. I'm Rayman. Hey, everybody. That's not you. I, I was uh, that mammoth in Ice Age, and I, I was on Everybody Loves Rayman because everybody ones. loves me. I'm Rayman. Wait, wait. wait you're talking about the... Come on, guy, that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was Rayman. That's me. Oh, wow. That's me. <laughs> hey, we're going to announce that we're going to make another Ice Age movie. It's going to be amazing. Oh, man, another paycheck, finally. Yes, I don't have any other work. I was in the Justin Bieber music video, the, you know, the one in the beginning. I was there. He was? Uh, yes, I was. I, was I in mean, the, you, I'm sorry, I you was. were? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm you John were. I, I would 100% believe it because I have yet to see a single Justin Bieber music video. It was, uh, what do you mean? That, that song, I was in the beginning. I was a drug dealer, I think. I don't remember. They paid me wait, and I just what, showed up. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, just that kidding. It's, 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 it wasn't John Leguizamo. It was me. I fooled all of you. There, it's me. What? Oh, my God, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm a little ashamed. I'm so mad. I'm going to go make some mac and cheese. Here. So, yes, yeah, Stev Rape Bro is back, everyone. Who are you, Stev? What do you do? <laughs> I think you kind of you hit the... I'm Stev Rape Bro. I make a lot of animations for other people's channels. I currently have open... A uh, Yamama joke, which it's Dragon Ball Z, and I'm drawing Nappa, and it's it, guess what meme they used? Oh, are they gonna use the nine thousand? That's the whole joke. Oh snap! They're gonna do it. And yeah, other and also, Jim, you went. Did you do something special recently that people oh, yes, demanded? I, I finally reviewed Ren. He reviewed what? Rent. What? He reviewed Rent. Everyone, I haven't seen it yet. I better go. Yes, I, I actually did review. I, I, it was a real review. I actually reviewed it. Damn. I don't think anyone thought I was going to really do it, but I did it. He fucking did the whole thing. I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah, people were <laughs> like, like it's going to be a joke. And I was like, no, I, I, I was serious. Like, I thought the most surprising thing to do was to just review it. Fuck it. Just give up. Yeah, just like if I made it a joke, then people would go, yeah, but when are you really going to review it? No. You know? So, yeah, now it's over. Now I get to pick what movie Nolan, the terrible movie Nolan has to. Not that Rent's that terrible, but. Well, Jim's going to make me suffer anyway for all those messages in his box. So, <laughs> wait, should I reveal? The, I have two picks. Now or never. Okay, so I have two of them. Nolan, you can pick which one you want to do. Um, actually, um, how about the fans pick which one? Okay, mm. all right. Uh, then I don't think you're going to like either of these then. The first pick is, how do they pick? Are they just going to do, how do they pick? They, they're just I gonna, guess in the comments. Yeah, in okay. the comments, uh, say, um, pick which movie Nolan wants to review and do, um, in front of it put, Nolan should review and then that that way can pan can find it easier. Yeah, just okay. write no one should review and your your choice. So what, what what's the choices? 
Okay, so the first one's a little typical and a fan servicey, but I'm doing it anyway. First one is rocket power race across New Zealand. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when you, when you were like, you have to pick a movie, I put in Google Rocket Power movie to see what came up. <laughs> now we know what they're going to fucking pick. And what's the other then, choice? No, no, wait, wait. The second one is a good contender. It's like the the person who's a good contender. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, the second one is the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon oh, Adventure. No. Oh, <laughs> I honestly don't know which one I want you to do more, but I know Rocket Power across, Race Across New Zealand is available on YouTube in numerous parts and is shoobilicious. Yeah. Shoobilicious. God fucking damn it. <laughs> All right. We, um, okay. So I guess for voting, we'll um, just wait. We'll announce the winner the next episode. Is that cool with you, Pam? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, choose between no, just type out Nolan should review and then either put Rocket Power Race to New Zealand or the Oogie Loves Big Balloony Adventure. And then whichever one wins, I'll do a review. Yeah. And well, don't I, do it don't do it too quickly. You can make people wait. Do you have a YouTube channel well, that Well, I um I'm I I'll um I'll put a link on my Tumblr when I um upload it, but I plan on making it a big spectacle. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean my budget is kind of limited right now, so it's going to take a while to get everything I need. But just, just, just get a green blanket. You got a green screen right there. You can do that and make all the reviews you want. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you, you can just make a, 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 a 30 minute long skit and pass it off as a review. That's basically what I was planning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I use a green screen. I don't even actually have a bookcase that's all green screen. <laughs> I've been doing that's the hard true. way. <laughs> Jim's uh, videos are way more technically superior than you'd expect them being. Yeah, people always are like 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 when I told them the shark moves each video, they're like they're like, wow, that's that probably doesn't take that much effort. That literally takes me like a whole day to yeah. decide where the sharks. And then it's got a render. Like I have a huge render farm in my apartment. But hey, the next video. It's going to be a video on the night before Christmas if anyone knows this. It's a it's the more urban take on a on some sort of Christmas story. They played on Cartoon Network a long time ago. Anyone remember this? I kind of do, actually. I mean, if you uh, search Google for it, you'll probably recognize it. The night B letter B and number 4 Christmas night before Christmas and features a guy who was on Mad TV once. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, like, like, I, I, I haven't like watched it, but I'm aware of it. Like I, I yeah. Okay. You know it exists. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for. I, I think I blocked my memory from it. <laughs> well, they would play that a lot in uh, Cartoon Network in the 2000s. I mean, it's well in the Christmas. I remember seeing it a few times. I remember um, the, the 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 little dog that wants to be a reindeer. Oh yeah, all of the other reindeer. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember that. I remember oh. that playing a lot. Yeah, they were really trying to make new Christmas specials for a little bit. But the only one that stuck was Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Well, that's because that one's syndicated. Uh. And, like, like who cares what comes on on the Saturday at 4 p.m. before Christmas, you know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, I get... Uh, yeah, that one 
That one always plays. Ugh. I get two requests that people want me to review a bunch for Christmas. Either Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights or uh, uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Really? Yeah. Wow. The weirdest know. thing about Eight Crazy Nights is he had two movies come out right around the time. It was Eight Crazy Nights and Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. And he's like really good in Punch Drunk Love. And I was like, oh, this movie's great. I can't believe Adam Sandler would did it, do it. I'm sure it'll do really well. And he refused to promote that, but he promoted Eight Crazy Nights like crazy. I was like, thanks a lot, Adam Sandler. I was watching Eight Crazy Nights like a couple of days ago. That movie's a fucking mess. That movie's so bad. How did you not go, I watched Eight Crazy Nights Eight Crazy Nights ago? That's what you should Because <laughs> it was like three days ago. That's the well, then people don't, movie. you don't need to be honest. No one needs to know. Just say it was Eight Crazy Nights ago. I mean, imagine yeah. if I make an entire movie with Emily and Stephanie <laughs> and just their annoying voices. Like, this is Eight Crazy Nights. It's just Adam Sandler doing funny voices. <laughs> Well, how many characters does he do? Uh, he does himself, but himself as a 19-year-old, apparently. Like, I, I saw some bonus feature, and apparently that his character in Eight Crazy Nights is supposed to be him as a 19-year-old. Bullshit! No! That doesn't work. It's You think it's Adam Sandler, so you think he's, like, in his 30s or whatever. At minimum, 25. Yeah, but he plays these th- these twin old people who... Talks like this, everyone! It's me, Adam Sandler! Ah. Uh... You guys want to see my movie? And that he talks like that through the whole thing. It's fucking I'm going to be honest. I think A Crazy Nights would be more fun for you to review than Grandmother hit, Got Hit by a Reindeer. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. I've, I've never watched all of the Grandmother Got Run Over by a Reindeer of you. It's just not like A Crazy Nights is at least enjoyably bad. Like, it's, it's one of those movies you could probably, like, sit there and just shit on it with your friends. It's not enjoyably at all. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I really hate um, your grandmother got hit by a reindeer. Like, I just, I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's entertaining. I just think it's, like, white bread. I mean, no one talks about the songs really about how someone's grandmother was murdered by a reindeer. Yeah, I always find that's, that that's not f- fucked up. That's not funny. That's not funny. Yeah, fucking. You know, that you have to spend Christmas in the hospital. Because your grandmother got injured by a reindeer. Absolutely That's terrible. Cool. That's not cool. That wasn't me being funny. That was being real kids. Yeah. Fuck being them. real. Fuck them in the ass all over. <laughs> so, you guys want to get into the news? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. show toys you control the action it's almost as good as the real thing almost collect them all each sold separately available exclusively at toys r us hey i was in a 107 facts frederator video 107 facts about regular show hey did you guys know that regular show uses music from the 80s what? what? Yeah. Whoa. I couldn't oh, believe it. It's almost what? like you had to watch the show to figure it out, you know? Whoa. Whoa. What are some other facts? Oh, man. Like, J.G. Quintel, the creator of the show, voices Mordecai. Did you know that? Did what? you know that J.G. Quintel has a diaper fetish? We don't, we don't know if that's for sure or not, you know, but it's possible. <laughs> we don't know. Because there's a, several episodes that involve Mordecai in a diaper, and we're just like... Wait, was, the, was that in the did you know? Sadly, no. 
Um, it should have been. What's funny is that uh, I actually recorded it twice because uh, the first time I did, I recorded the well. What happened was is they messaged me saying, "Hey, want to do this? All you got to do is narrate, and we'll edit it and everything." So I did, and the first take had a whole bunch of like very self-hating, angry comments, like saying, "You would know that if you saw the show." <laughs> And other angry things. <laughs> and they said, yeah, you're right, Pan. Our, our script writer did let us down. We're going to rewrite this and we're going to have you record it again. So they re- that's the second take they did for 107 Facts. They, they, they added some things to the new one. Wait, so you recorded one where you're basically making fun of it while doing it? Yeah, where I'm a huge <laughs> asshole, which I still have the original <laughs> recording on my mega upload. Oh my god, that's you like... You upload that's... on your own channel. Yeah, that's 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 really funny. That's that's <laughs> maybe you should just dump it on like in the description, like the, the download file for the original one. Uh, I, I don't know, although I don't know if Fred or Ritter would be like that at all. I don't. I don't think they would like that. No. Yeah. Hey, did okay. you but know? I, did I'm you just know that Mark they were like, "Wow, Pan, you really showed us the way." <laughs> did, I'm sorry. Did you know that Mark Hamill does a voice on regular show? What? <laughs> so. I got to do one as well. Oh, I did, did the 107 facts about Steven Universe. Oh. And uh, I was the first of the like trial of that. And uh, I have a couple of handful of stories on that. First off, um, the my facts are all fake. They're, they they like pulled it from that, that fake Steven Universe like wiki. Oh, the, no. a Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. Like a good majority of the facts they pulled off that were sourced from <laughs> that site where someone just trolly makes up random fake facts. God damn it! <laughs> like, like which, which ones did they put in? Uh, I, I I did this like last year, uh, or not last year, like earlier in the year. But like I can't remember which ones. But they, they were all like kind of like that, they sound real enough that like if you watched it, people would believe it. <laughs> you know. Wow. Um, oh. And then. I, I recorded mine twice as well, but I was sick. Uh-huh. And uh, so, like, I, I wound up going into a closet uh, and then recording and this dying. So, like, because uh, I, I think oh, they I did thought, the- I thought when you said sick, you meant you were so good at it, the recording no. was sick. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so 107, like, it, just, it was just really bad. And, like, they somehow managed to get all the takes that they needed. And um, the, the funniest thing for me was I did a bit where I sung the theme song because, like, they didn't really have a script for the beginning part. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll introduce myself. And I did it. And then apparently they thought it was really good. But instead they redubbed it themselves. <laughs> so, like, so whoever announced it did that bit. That's weird. That's like ripping you off. You know? yeah, that's fine. And then uh, the last thing I have to say about it is that there's apparently a girl, Happy Go Lucky, I think is her name, and she does the thing where, like, you record yourself watching the show, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then, like, people tend to watch those because uh, aside from, like, occasionally someone laughing or reacting to a scene, you can basically watch the episode on YouTube for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like a, a, it, one of those re- uh, reaction videos. Yeah. Well, apparently she did the 107 Facts About Steven Universe. <laughs> So like there's there's a video of her reacting to the whole 107 that I did, and what? I debated on re- recording my reaction to her reaction to my. Whoa! Then it's just gonna come this yes. endless. Jesus it'll Christ! It'll be it'll be an endless loop. Like you'll do that, and then she'll react to you reacting, and then you can react to her reacting to you reacting to her. 
When does it end? It just never it, ends. It'll just every every two months, one of you will react to the other one, and it'll just it'll go until the universe implodes. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I had fun with mine. Like, did you did you regret yours, Dev? No, I mean, like uh, for the most part, I didn't watch the whole thing. Like, I watched bits and pieces of it just to see. Like, I watched the beginning and noticed the changes, and I was like, all right, because I don't really like my own voice. But there was a there was a few parts where like I ad libbed and they kept it, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but the other seven facts things are really neat for Frederator because like they're they're actually successful. Mm-hmm. Like they, they cost nothing to produce and they they get the most views. But like it also kind of saddens me because like when's the last time a cartoon actually aired on Cartoon Hangover? Yeah, I mean I know they're done with two episodes of Bee and Puppycat, but they're uh. But only the Kickstarter supporters can see it. Well, well, they could have. They, yeah. They've taken it down. Yeah, but I don't know when those are coming out. Because I know they're I, still working on Bravest Warriors Season 3, I think. I don't know. I guarantee that the Bee and Poppy Cat episodes will get released sometime. Like, when the trailers for December come out, where the CPM spike really high, mm-hmm. I bet that's when they're going to release Bee and Puppy Cat. Yeah. I want to do a review of Bee and Puppy Cat, because, like, I don't necessarily love it. Like... I like the designs. I like the idea behind it, but like the the series that we got from the Kickstarter is kind of not really super good. Like, <laughs> kind of not really I love, super I love, good. I love how you're just kind of like holding <laughs> it and just kind of like trying to dance around. <laughs> it fucking sucks. That's the nicest mean review I've ever heard. I mean, it's sort of not really good. <laughs> That's kind of how Tim was with Ren. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just not. Something I'd ever like, or anyone ever would. No, it, it's candy. The problem with I have with it is just candy. Wait, what are you saying about candy? Well, it, it's 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 it tastes nice. It's fun it, to watch, but there's no substance. There's no like it's empty calories. It's it's just no. That's being Bubby Cat in, in a nutshell. No, um, it's not candy. It's the um candy that stuck together at your grandma's candy bowl at her house. That's being puppy cat. The first pilot makes it seem like it's going to have a story, but the rest were just slice of life, slice of life episodes. Well, that's my biggest issue is that there's like two things they brought up in the pilot and we're I've seen the episodes because I was a Kickstarter backer. And so we're like three fourths done with the series and we we haven't touched upon either of those plot points of B having to grow up and be an adult to live in the world and um I guess the, the puppy cat is a, a Sailor Moon styled space prince, and yep. it's it seems to like what, the newest episode literally like brings it back up, and then she's like, "Nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be responsible," and it's just like it, it's a big slap in the face for people who want actual character development. I mean, was, maybe so, was this the intention, like, to just make her lazy, and I guess that's the joke, something. I don't know. I think I think that was them trying to like make it relatable you know because we can all procrastinate and be lazy do i mean like if you're gonna have like so few episodes like you had to make them count you can't just make slice of life filler episodes mm-hmm. it, it, it does kind of feel like early steven universe yeah so maybe if we do like 10 more kickstarters we'll uh finally get somewhere <laughs> on like the 20th episode <laughs> I I just I wouldn't mind like a half an hour movie like a YouTube movie or something where they just kind of like, touch upon what we actually wanted. So like the Smosh movie? 
Oh, I have not actually man. seen that. I put it on my Netflix uh, like list to watch just because I know it's gonna be bad, but I'm uh, curious. I saw it. The Smosh movie you said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought it. I oh. own it. It's in it's, my, it's on my um pile of DVDs right now. Oh my god. <laughs> it's directed by Alex Winter, who is uh in Bill and Ted. I forget which one he was. Yeah, He's the was... one that's not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, the blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he also directed uh one of the Ben Ten live action movies. I think um, so. He does he, like documentaries and kids stuff. He directed both live action Ben Ten movies. And oh, really? one of the Smosh writers, uh, Steve Marmol, he did the good episodes of Danny Phantom. He was like the head writer. Ooh. So, yeah, the, how the mighty have fallen. Hey, they get a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, um, a random thing I found out is that um, the, the chick who plays uh, Princess Leia, what's her name? Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, she's a, like a, essentially a script editor. Like She's a, all- a script doctor. Yeah, and apparently we just don't credit those, and we apparently no longer pay them, so she stopped doing it. But like, well, like, I actually, I, I know, I read a bunch about this yesterday. But she, uh, what a script doctor is, Patton Oswalt used to do it a lot for Pixar, and they bring have a room full of writers, and they come in and they ask like you know jokes that you can kind of hear in the background or to punch up dialogue. And she got into it because when she was in the first Star Wars and that came out in 77, she didn't like some of Princess Leia's dialogue, so she would change it. And she was actually a script actor on, uh, I think, every Star Wars movie. But she also did, uh, I think it was Sister Act. Um, Big. I, for, I forget, uh, what was the other one? Oh, Wedding Singer. Like a bunch of random movies, but the reason a lot of people don't do script doctoring, who used to make a good living, and Carrie Fisher, by the way, is super rich because not only was she in Star Wars and was was a successful script doctor, she also is uh, Hollywood royalty because her parents were Eddie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, so she's she's fine. But uh, she, uh, uh, where is it going with this? Oh, they so what they do now is they have you submit a bunch of ideas you have for the script. And they can use those ideas whether they hire you or not. So that's why a lot of people don't do it anymore because mm. you have to give them your ideas and they don't have to hire you. They can still use your ideas, which is crap. So, Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. What a mess. But she's, she's cool. If you watch the interview of her on Good Morning America, it was like very funny. She's like a really cool person. Yeah. Didn't she, didn't she like uh, start like abusing drugs when they were doing the Star Wars Christmas special? <laughs> Um, That's what I've heard. Well, I don't think that was limited to her. But uh, if you oh. watch the Star Wars Christmas special, but um, but she yeah, she was like doing coke. Like when they were on Hoth, she was doing as much snow as was probably on screen. She did a lot of coke. <laughs> if you notice, in like uh, I think yeah, uh, Empire Strikes Back, you can see her n- fingernails are all cut except for the one on her pinky. So, is that true? But that's what people pointed out. Her pinky finger is is the only nail that's not cut. So she was cutting coke. Who with would that. notice that? How do you notice so, that? Someone, really? Like I think it was in half in the bag I was watching, and they brought that up. I mean, she's she's admitted she has admitted on Empire she was on coke a lot, but it was also like that was the culture then. That wasn't like. And I'm not exaggerating it or joking. Like you would be doing hair and makeup, and there'd be a dish of cocaine there. Like that was like '70s Hollywood. So, 
And these were made at the end of seven, like the last one came out in 83. So it was kind of still normal to have that much cocaine around. So it's not like now where you, now you have to put a little more effort into it. Then it was just like, like, oh, and here's, you know, some donuts and some cocaine and some uh, red vine uh, licorice. And, you know, it was like not. Cocaine donuts? (laughs) You were that guy, weren't you? (laughs) No, I'm just saying like, because when you say donuts, I just imagine being those like. Uh, not so good powdered donuts that are really small. Oh, and then no, the same was, ones, but it's Coke instead of powder. I was imagining you were the guy who's like, I know what to do. And you grab a donut and put it in the dish <laughs> of cocaine and then eat it. And you go, yes. <laughs> but yeah, how about ne- next news report? Because we, we trailed off so bad. Lauren, Lauren Faust is no longer working on Sony Pictures Animation's Medusa movie due to creative differences. Ooh. Next news. Hey, you like the good? Is she the director? What was she? Oh, she was the director for Medusa, the movie. So so who's directing it now? I don't know. No one cool. Good luck with that, Sony. Honestly, who really cares? Who cares about Medusa? No one. Well, Um, I I think it's more the, the interesting point for that story is less of Lauren Foss or. Medusa, but more of just like Sony just doesn't seem to be keeping creators around very often. Because I know another, I, I spoilers, some another uh, news article that we're going to be talking about involves Sony as well. Yeah. Kind of. So it's just like, Sony, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, well, might as well bring up this news report. Samurai Jack is returning to Adult Swim for new episodes, and Gendy Tartakovsky, the original creator, is back on it. Cool. So yeah, I guess it's a good thing that Popeye movie fell through. I thought he was an executive producer. Oh well, I don't know. Well, he's uh, working he's on something. Good job, Pan. I don't know. He's a lot. No. He's involved in some form, so you know that's good. I guess whatever. He's involved enough that they put in the advertisement the original creators back. You know, with the show. Yeah. Which is super exciting. Yeah, it took like. 10, 20 years, but finally back. Well, 20 years. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> it's I tried. been 84 years. I can't believe Steven Universe premiered 80 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't It doesn't really list on the Wikipedia. It only lists, the only person listed creatively is Tarkovsky as executive producer. So I'm wondering who's directing. Yeah, that, who's that's directing. I'm really worried about. Like, who's, who, who's the talent behind it? Who's going to... Yeah. Who's going to be heading the show? Who's going to be, like, making everything? And it's like, don't say... Is it going to be animated in fucking Flash? Nah, I mean, it's a Cartoon Network (laughs) Studios production, they say, so, you know. But it's going to air on Adult Swim's Toonami Block. So a lot of people seem really excited about the fact that it's going to be on Adult Swim. That means there's less regulations or whatever. I'm just kind of scared that it's going to not be the same show and they're going to try and like, now that we're on Adult Swim, we're at night. Let's make it super gritty. No more robots. Let's make it humans. Nah. And, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, it, it could be cool, but I'm super sick of this whole everything has to be dark and gritty. And, you know, that, that, that's the only way you can tell a good story that's action anymore. I mean, if, that's true. if well, anything, that's seen- I, I'm sure they'll have at least a PG rating. It's not going to go up that bad. Mm. I, you, mm, I don't know. I mean, it's honestly. still connected to a kid's show, and they want to like air this overseas, likely since well, it's animation. They're gonna air it overseas anyway, so I'm sure it's gonna be just a PG rating. I want like a curse word or two. That's it. Like Don. Just, just 
shit. <laughs> no, no, they can only say darn. I mean, it shows how much Cartoon Network's changed that they wouldn't let an action show come back on their on regular just Cartoon Network and they're putting out on an Adult Swim instead. Well, Tanami was the action block for Cartoon Network, so like, That's true, I think but it's it, fitting. Is it on Toonami? Or I thought it was yeah. just on Adult Swim. Yeah. I guess to get oh, the original audience. Ratings. Oh, it is on. Okay, sorry, I missed that. I mean, I guess um, it fits better with all the other action shows since they have no action blocks themselves on Cartoon Network's channel. Just the. Well, it's probably. Well, sorry, what were Go you going to say? Oh, well, it's probably also because the nostalgia. The people who are nostalgic for Samurai Jack are watching Adult Swim. They're not really watching uh, regular Cartoon Network as much, maybe. Which I don't know if that makes sense, but maybe that's part of the reason they did it that way. Well, I'm going to assume that Cartoon Network, with its slapstick comedy with like Teen Titans Go and stuff like that, probably skews a lot younger in the demographic than it has in the last few years, aside from. The occasional regular show, Venture Time, and uh, Steven Universe. Uh, so like, still, yeah, kids still like that a lot, though. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I guess that's that's true because they don't really. They used to skew all over the place when Samurai Jack was there, because like Powerpuff Girls and Dexter had wider demos than they currently do. Because a lot, I feel like like Teen Titans and I, I can't remember every show on there, but it does feel like like even Gumball. I don't know many. Many people, many adults that even watch Gumball. So. Gumball's great from an animation standpoint. Like, it's just really cool to see all the art style. I mean, I like Gumball a lot. I don't think mm-hmm. enough people. I don't know. Gumball makes me laugh. I just, I just feel like it. Um, Cartoon Network is still just kind of like in a period where they're recovering from CN Real. Yeah, yeah that's degree. well behind them by now. Well, yeah, but I mean, like that kind of did a dent to them for sure. And people are just like, eh, Cartoon Network's not what it used to be, and they probably won't watch it ever again. So. Yeah. I mean, everyone but, uh, left, car- a lot of the creators left Cartoon Network after that. That's like the whole, it kind of reminds me of now with the Konami's and Hideo Kojima thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, the Kojima thing is a lot different hmm. because they weren't actively spiting their creators. They were just like, we're going in a completely different direction because with Konami, there's like some, there's some fucking ill will because they like banned Kojima from accepting an award. So oh, like... Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just, it, that that it's similar. Yeah, but the, the, that situation is a lot more messed up and a lot more petty politics. Mm-hmm. So I know I've seen a lot of people co- like worried about Samurai Jack, not from your guys' standpoint, but like uh, Mako is no longer a voice actor because he passed away. So like, what are they gonna yeah. do with Aku? But the cool thing is that like Aku had a stand-in who appeared in a lot of the episodes from the original show and any like other media. So like. He's safe. You won't even notice there's a difference. That's yeah. how good his stand-in is. I was going to say, yeah, Mako's not a voice actor anymore. And I was going to yeah, I was gonna be like, because he's fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, who is Will Gendy be more involved? Because the movie, uh, whatever the movie he's working on, his original movie, he even said in that interview, what, what was it, like two months ago, that that wasn't greenlit yet. So is he setting this up so he has another project to jump to? Because he knows that's not going to happen. I know that like he definitely wants to work on something on his own. Because uh, for anyone that's not in the know, he was working on a Pie Pie cartoon, Popeye cartoon where it was like super true to form. It's essentially what Peanuts movie was for Peanuts. It would have been for Popeye, and like it's going great. People loved it. I know a lot of people were super excited. And then Sony's like, "Yeah, that's not the direction I want to go in." So it's not canceled. It's just 
getting Terry Coffey's removed from the project. Like there well, might no one else has has taken it off, taken over it. I don't think. Right, but I think they're still interested in making it. Oh, I know that during the Sony hack, the emails that leaked about Sony Animation was basically like, we should probably do this because he's Gendy's been a good sport during the Hotel Transylvania movies. Like he was always like he'd take all the notes from Adam Sandler and Robert Smigel, and he like he didn't fight it. And I think they they it seemed like I don't remember I it was like a year ago that I read these emails, but it felt like there was this feeling inside Sony that they know they're not doing right by him. So maybe they'll if this project does get made, they'll give him a little more free reign. Or they if he leaves, they kind of under they're just going to let him go and do what he wants. So I still don't understand why is he not at Pixar? Like why did Pixar not pick him up? That's bothered me forever. Well, because um, in that like interview, he specified that he really wants to work on his own stuff again. Like that's what he really truly enjoys. And um, like he, th- there was also a lot of talk. Like this is definitely Samurai Jack's been in the works for a little bit because mm-hmm. he mentioned like, yeah, I have a really good feeling it's coming back. Like he hinted at it. And yeah. it, you know, at that time, Samurai Jack's been dead for twelve years. No one's really going to be like thinking about it. So yeah, I, I didn't think a thing of it. And then here it is. It's back. And uh, in that same interview, he talked about how um, it, Samurai Jack never actually got canceled. Like, uh, it's Symbiotic Titans, the first show that got canceled on him, like all the other shows he's worked on, it's been like a mutual agreement between him and uh, Cartoon Network being like, I think it's time for us to stop. Or Samurai mm-hmm. Jack, he was like, hey, they wanted him to work on uh, Clone High. And he was like, all right, we'll just take a break from Samurai Jack. And then he just never came back to it. Clone High? Uh, sorry, cl- uh, Clone Wars. Star oh, okay. Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a second I was like, what? Did I miss something? Okay. No, I'm just dumb. But Yeah, so Samurai yeah. Jack was just, they ordered like, I think, 52 episodes and they were done. Like, he didn't really cancel. He just wanted to work mm-hmm. on other things. I'm just curious where he's going to go. Like, what is exactly his next project that he's directing? Because he could, like, well, I don't know. I also don't get, like, DreamWorks doesn't really have that many big directors like they could buy him up and it would probably help them out tremendously yeah. like you don't they haven't been doing so what you know the people behind the scenes DreamWorks seems more about the the characters and voice actors is all i hear anyone ever talk about that's well they they let the guy who does the how to train your dragon movies i feel like they let him alone um but and the same the guy who did the first i think it was like dean deblin and then chris sanders they let those guys kind of do what they want, but it feels like everybody else is just kind of like a studio director. They're not considered, uh, they're not given the free reign. They don't have an auteur studio like Pixar. Right. But I I don't know. I just don't get like, Gendy's like one of the best animators of our generation. And it feels like he doesn't get treated that way, which is super annoying. It's like, why? I don't know. Maybe they have had meetings with him and he's like not interested. And, you know, I'm just blowing smoke, but I don't know. It's something I think about, at least. I'm expecting, like, maybe he'll go to, like, real effects with Jorge Gutierrez because they're a lower-budget studio, but they're, they kind of take more risks with certain things. Yeah. Like a like, book of life. Character design-wise, yeah. yeah. And he'd have fun over there, probably. He should. Yeah, that'd be Book of Life was fun. It wasn't a good movie. How but fucking it was dare cool. you? Yeah. <laughs> 
how dare you take away Pan's only representation ever in animation? Yeah, you come right. to you come to his house. What the fuck? <laughs> I let you in this Skype call and you do this? Fuck off! It's, it's visually one of my favorite movies. I love looking at it. I I just didn't like how it was presented, like in terms of story. I don't I, like. The, the the whole book element, I know that's what it's named after, but the whole, like, cutting back to the kids, there was no real, like, point to it. it, it like, if you compare it to, like, Princess Bride, where they kept cutting back to the two characters reading the book, and it actually added to the story. Uh, with Book of Life, it was just like, hey, we're kids. Here's a joke. All right, let's go back to the story. It, oh. it, it didn't add suspense. It didn't add to those characters it just it was a mess oh i caramba i'm sorry i'm sorry pan so, i didn't mean to offend want to go to the next news article i'm sorry pan you sound so sad pan you're just I'm like sorry. my That's... heritage has been shat hey, on the good dinosaur is the wait, wait, wait. oh what i want i want to say one more thing about samurai jack so like i'm friends with a couple of people that work at cartoon network and uh, TV Kyle, who does the Mad- Mighty Mag store, or Magic Stores. Oh, yeah. We, we, we try to get him on the podcast, but he hasn't responded yet. Oh, it sucks. Uh, he, he's pretty cool. He was on Joe uh, Goes on, like, the Power Ranger episode. Um, but anyways, he, like, posted on Facebook. He was like, I work here, and I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's Damn. hilarious. <laughs> it was really that's kept fun. into wraps. Yeah. <laughs> production actually, like, started on it or no. I mean, it, it, it's at least, like, been a thing for two months. Because, like I said, Guinea, like, hinted at it at that Cartoon Brew interview. Yeah. And 2016's a really quick time, like, turnaround. Don't most cartoons take at least two or three years of production? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, unless they're going to, like, just get all the old model sheets and whatever from the past series and just work off that. We don't I mean, know e- storyboarding. When- do they know when in 2016 it is? Uh, even if it's December, a year. Like, if they start it now and plan on airing, that's a really rushed production. That's depending true. on how many episodes. Like, is this is this actually, like, a new season? Or is this going to be, like, a, a five, you know, like, they just air one episode, a, you know, a day, like, uh, like uh, over the garden wall or something? Who knows? Or is it 15-minute episodes? Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be 30 minutes because it's on Tanami. Like, they... Otherwise, there's not going to be time for anything. Yeah, I just, I'm just really curious because, like, that's what really matters. If it's, like, five episodes, I could see it being done. But if it's a whole season, mm-hmm. there's no way, you know? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Pixar's movie, The Good Dinosaur, is the lowest box office number opening for a Pixar movie ever. Oh, it's actually... Yeah. If the box office estimates for this weekend, it was number four. In the second week. Yeah. So, why do you think this movie is such a gigantic fucking failure that Pixar is in (laughs) shame? Well, I don't know if it's a failure, but I will say um, I didn't get to see it on Thanksgiving. I saw it, like, the Monday after. I saw both that and Creed. And although it was a Monday afternoon, which isn't the biggest time at the box office, The Good Dinosaur had five people in the theater, and Creed was packed. So Dude. I think it's a lot to do with um, this is kind of a weird time because the studios are like worried about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So they're not releasing too much. And people are also like don't want to go to the movies yet. Also because of Star Wars. 
And since Creed has a lot of word of mouth, people will go out to that because they're like, oh, cool, it's a cool Rocky movie. I know they're different demos. I'm not, but I'm using them as a comparison to say Good Dinosaur doesn't have great word of mouth. And the reason I could, I knew a lot of people would see Inside Out is because not just because it's a Pixar movie, but because it's a Pixar movie that got great reviews and everybody said was incredible. And if you have a Pixar movie without that great word of mouth, I don't think it's going to do as well because people are so uh, kind of weird about animation. You're getting like the family audiences, but you're not getting the kind of summer Pixar stuff. So I actually also think it should have been put out a year from now, the same year as Finding Dory, not Inside Out. Because Inside Out, I feel like, has completely overpowered it in most people's minds. Well, I mean, The Good Dinosaur just doesn't look interesting. I mean, uh, we've we had The Croods. We've had Dinosaur. I feel like we've had movies similar to it. And I haven't seen the movie, so I'm sure there's some like hidden thing that marketing didn't show to make it outstanding. But for what it sounds – what the preview showed, there's nothing super appealing about it. I mean, it is it is too modest. I think it's a very modest, small pan. Did you see it? Or oh no, but let me just say that they say it's the lowest performing for for any Pixar movie, adjusted for inflation, and it made thirty nine million opening. Inside Out made ninety million, three times the Good Dinosaur. But that well, was also the that- dinosaur made the same amount as a bug's life. Yeah, but that was forever ago. Yeah. I mean, that's adjusted. It has probably the lowest attend. It has definitely the lowest attendance for an opening Pixar. Yeah, but it's just it wasn't the greatest time, and I think uh, the Peanuts movie is still performing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in its fifth week, and it's I'm, I have the box office open right or the estimate box office for this weekend, and it's still number seven. And that probably hurts it. But I just think that a big reason Pixar movies make so much more than any other studio is because I can always, I know so many people who won't see it right when it comes out, but they'll see it a month or two months later because they keep hearing how great it is. And without that, I think Pixar is seeing kind of probably oddly enough, part of their sales pitch is how good they are. That's why they make so much money. And without that, this is making like what... What did Penguins of Madagascar make last Thanksgiving? I bet it's pretty similar. Ouch. So, but it did. It fell sixty percent, which is pretty bad. Oh. I mean, that's that's harsh. I mean, and maybe it's the I competition. I guess that's what I'm thinking. Well, I th- it, yeah. Is this the first Pixar movie to air two Pixar movies in one year? Yeah. Yes, it is. So it might be just people. Like, like I, well, people are stupid, so like they probably think it's a, a not a Pixar movie, but a Disney movie. I mean, it's really hard to tell the difference between them sometimes. But like, I don't know. Maybe people are like, "Oh, you already saw the Pixar movie, Inside Out." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I know one of the things I read about with Star Wars coming out is that Disney has a lot of power with all the multiplexes right now. I mean, they always do, but like gener- like this month especially, and apparently what they're going to do is going to request they don't get rid of Good Dinosaur and a lot of screens if they want to have Star Wars. So what might happen is Good Dinosaur just stays around and since what happens when a movie, like remember when Avatar happened and Sherlock Holmes did like crazy business and even the squeakquel did really well. And it's because when Star Wars, when Avatar was sold out, people are like, well, 
uh, let's see this instead. Or they go to the theater for the first time in forever and they're like, what's that? Maybe I'll see that. And it, it had with Titanic, the same thing happened. And I think Disney, I've read on deadline Hollywood and other places, they're kind of hoping that if they keep the good dinosaur around till Christmas, uh, till Christmas, then the halo effect will work on good dinosaur and it'll kind of work out for them. But that's not a great strategy, frankly. You know, I think it's the film's too modest and, they're a yeah. studio that just looks like they came back from sequeldom, and I don't think it was the right <laughs> move. Yeah, I mean, like, the, 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 in the trailers it says, well, their whole pitch is, what if the meteor that struck the dinosaurs didn't kill them? And the trailer really doesn't explain anything. It just, it, just, it asks that question. It's like, it looks like any other dinosaur TV show with uh, well, humans there. It is, it is kind of, that's kind of the problem with, dinosaur kids films is they all try to do the land before time plot like that was the problem with dinosaur the 2000 movie as well, well that one also reviewed oh yeah earlier this yeah. the week right but that uh yeah yeah but it was uh the problem with that one that one ripped it off hardcore like they even have it's not called the great valley it's like the great uh green place or something it's like <laughs> the hidden valley <laughs> ranch it's the hidden valley, yeah. the hidden valley. it's just I mean, it's pretty if just you watch great green place i just i just like the name of that it's just so plain actually and the worst thing about dinosaur is they knew it was ripping off land before time like in production but then they went and they wanted to have the dinosaurs not have voices which was also an idea Land Before Time wanted to do. But both times they're like, that's too, that's not commercial. So we have to put the voices in. So with Dinosaur, they actually knew they were ripping off Land Before Time, oh. but they couldn't stop it. But this, they, it gets close to that, but they do interesting stuff with it. But I think it's not unique enough. Like Pixar, I think if Good Dinosaur was a DreamWorks movie, I would put it higher. You know, it would be high up there. Whereas Pixar's got too many big films. It's just like, it's kind of doomed because of their success, which is just too outstanding. So I I still think this movie would have done better if it was a release, like the third Pixar movie or, you know, like earlier on when they were still finding themselves. I mean, maybe, but also like Bugs Life when I've. I kind of like Bugs Life, and I know a lot of people who don't like that one that much. So I think it's it's kind of in that realm where it's just – or Disney movies like uh, Aristocats or Sword in the Stone where they get like kind of the single disc treatment. And there's a lot of people who don't like those movies. And to me, they're great. But I think people kind of – more people like the outstanding classics and the middle of the road kind of stuff in a filmography. People go, eh, and if they don't have anything personal – attached to it i think they're not as into it really but it's yeah. still i mean it's not a bad movie it is a good movie it's just not an outstanding success you know so the reason why i asked that is because like uh, if you look at any of the special features where like they show like behind the scenes of pixar's like studio the good dinosaur has been in production for a long time no so it had a troubled production it completely changed the script yeah, uh, like, uh, watch uh, 107 Facts about uh, the good dinosaur. Like, they go over all these script changes, and, like, it was going to be released 2013, but they delayed it for two years and completely reworked the thing. I mean, I don't know what it was. Apparently, they've even said it wasn't, like, a horrible movie. It was still a decent movie, but they thought it could have been better, which is, like, so what was it? Like, they completely 
fired the director. But the same thing happened to Ratatouille, mind you. Mm-hmm. And well, I think the last set of Pixar movies, they all have had the director like get removed midway through production. Brave. Well, except for Inside Out, I think all of them have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's – well, I've noticed if you were one of the core directors who started with them, they will support you no matter what. And if you're anybody else, you're just you're just uh, an employee. You know, it's like because Stanton, Brad Bird and uh, Pete Doctor and Lasseter can do whatever they want. And everyone else kind of has to just uh, just deal with it. And I think it seemed to me they were really promoting Peter Son, who directed Good Dinosaur, and they want another auteur. Because of that's kind of how Ghibli fell apart is they didn't have anyone to take the reins. Because yeah. um, that who's that guy who did that one movie and then he died from exhaustion from working too much. Um, so it sounds like a great place to work. If because oh. <laughs> I forget his name, he did uh, Whisper of the Heart. I'm butchering this, but they need they are probably aware that they need someone else to come in and be an auteur, or they're just going to become <laughs> any other studio. That's, that's why Miyazaki keeps trying to leave. It's like, I, I, I need to get out before it takes me. I mean, that's pretty much – no, that actually is he, – he calmed down a lot after Mononoke because that guy died working on Mononoke mm. or shortly after. And they said he had a heart condition from being too stressed out from working at Studio Chip. Damn. I okay. mean, he – he was and his movie was now I forget the name of his movie. God damn it. But it was it was cool and he was considered the successor and then he died and they never really found someone to replace him. So I think Pixar is aware they need someone but they haven't The Good Dinosaur doesn't show me they found someone. You know. Yeah. So. yeah. But um Yeah, but it, I remember seeing this one like Ghibli thing where it's like uh, um, Miyazaki making ramen for everybody. I just like to think that's just his way of being like, "Hey guys, Let's chill out. Let's just relax a little bit. You know, that was the like, first time they ate. died. <laughs> that was the first time they ate that week. Yeah, it was like no food until you get this in between. Perfect. <laughs> no. No, it, was, it was a whisper of the heart. The guy who directed that, he's the one who died. He was supposed to be the successor and he never he only did one movie. Um, but yeah, wow. but also, I mean, if you really stop and think about it, Pixar has been on top for so long. That like you you can't always be the best, you know. Like there's going to be a few movies that aren't great and or don't perform super well. And the thing that sucks is like when you're when you're used to being the top, even you know, uh, Good Dinosaur could be a great movie, and it, it's obviously not doing the worst ever, you know. Um, oh. It still made millions of dollars, but it seems like a failure and less of a success. I mean, it is less of a success, but it's nowhere near a failure. Unless you're on the top, you know. But, Hmm. you know, one thing that really bugs me is that the whole plot of what if the meteor that that was supposed to kill the dinosaurs didn't. That's the same plot of the Super Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) Oh, you're right. What the fuck? They ripped off my movie. I was in. I I mean, I was Luigi in that film. Goodbye, dinosaurs. What if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs continue to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, aggressive beings? Just like us. And hey, what if they found a way back? People complained a lot about that that setup because it doesn't really play into the movie, but... 
and we're comparing it to cars, but I don't know. There, a lot of their plots are weird. Like, you know, monsters living in a society that uses energy based on kids' screams is a little weird, too. <laughs> it's a fucked up concept, yeah. I mean, they always have weird concepts. So I kind of, it's just the idea that, I'm not spoiling anything, but that the idea that uh, Arlo and his family are farmers and the dinosaurs evolved and became like different than what we understand as dinosaurs. So that's why Arlo can talk and um, it's slightly like a Western and stuff because like they evolved and I don't know what, when in this alternate history it's supposed to take place, but it's an interesting idea, but you know, I don't you know. know. I, I still think if, if you, I, I was going to, I will see any Pixar. So I still saw it, you mm-hmm. know, but out of curiosity, cause you did see the movie, right? Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the super cartoony dinosaurs and character models with the overly realistic backgrounds? It worked really well, I thought. I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. I also had seen di- the Disney's dinosaur right before, so maybe the... Uh, but that helped. We, yeah, that probably helped a lot. I thought it worked better than... Well, in Dinosaur, when they did it, it was an interesting idea that didn't work great. But I, they didn't get so, have someone go out there with a camera and shoot it those are all done in computers mm-hmm. i believe so i think it worked better because they could get the lighting to work and mm-hmm. i don't know color wise i didn't have any problem with it it looked great though it looked beautiful like an old hollywood western or something kind of reminds like oh go on no no you go for it it's your podcast man yeah it kind of reminds me of a like i think last year there was a movie called walking with dinosaurs and it was pretty much yeah, or- dinosaur 2000 but i think originally it was just a silent movie but they dubbed over it even though the characters had no mouth movement so it just looked very disconnecting so it's like homeward bound i think so yeah i guess so is that the dog movie with yeah, the yeah, yeah. dog and a cat and another dog did, did we yeah. all see both homeward bound movies i I've, I, I think i saw one i don't know if it's all two forever ago so in it- like a classroom yeah. As a kid, I saw the sequel, the, the the second one, and I loved it more than the first one. I need to go back as an adult where my palate's a little bit better, and I'll probably enjoy the first one being a better movie. Like That's just usually how it goes. But I like the second one a lot. <laughs> when you're a kid, you like sequels for like – you're like, I don't know. It was more fun. And Yeah. Like I liked – I used to really like Conan the Destroyer when I was like eight. And now I can't even sit through that. I'm like, what was wrong with me? And I was like, oh, I know, because it wasn't as serious and dark as Conan the Barbarian. And it was more like a kid's movie. So, of course, I like Conan the Destroyer. I didn't have that same mindset because I always knew for some reason the sequels were not as good. Like uh, Shrek 2, I was like, this isn't as good as the first. You, you do not say no. that. <laughs> I was 10. <laughs> I was stupid. I didn't know what I was thinking. Shrek 2 is the better of the two movies. Yeah, I, need, I haven't watched really? Shrek 2 in forever. I love Shrek 2. I could watch that anytime, anywhere. Like, I, I, as a kid, I watched it nonstop. I think the first one's a little bit – like, they're, they're both good movies for the most part. But, like, I, I don't know. I thought Shrek 2 was just the more enjoyable of the two. Actually, I have a good Shrek 2 theater story. Um, it's like a Sophie's Choice almost. I came to the theater and we're at the beach – and they were like, uh, we were like looking at what's playing. And the person said, well, look, here's the options for right now. If you want to see a movie right now, you can either see Troy with air conditioning or Shrek 2 without. And we picked Troy, which I still I felt was a mistake. 
because because what i mean what would you pick troy with air conditioning or shrek 2 without it's oh. tough um shrek 2 without how hot, shrek 2 without. how hot is it that day it was pretty <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty hot it was like it was like i was like but then troy was like awful the only good part is the part in the trailer where brad pitt takes a, a sword and he like jams it through some guy's neck and the rest was like on oh, so bad I didn't see Troy, but I do distinctly remember the the trailer when my classroom we went to, we took a field trip. I think we went to see the movie Radio or some some baseball movie. But you got to go to really cool field trips. You just went to the movies. That's yeah. an awesome school you went. We were to. elementary. It was elementary school, and I think it was like one of those after tax day. Well, after task test or whatever the test, like the final test of the year. After which. No, this was elementary school. There were no SATs for elementary school. Wait, what? What? <laughs> you had no SATs for after elementary school? What the no, fuck? No, during elementary school. No, you you didn't have any during elementary school. Wait, the people take the SATs in elementary school? I did. What? I'm pretty wow. sure. I, I assumed it was like all the time. I thought like, it was high all through school. school. No, definitely high school. That's a fact. Maybe middle school and elementary. What They'd special needs school did I go to? Oh, well, you saw movies. <laughs> no. Wait, did, well, Nolan, no. Nolan, didn't you go to like a genius school? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that I explains it. Forgot. Okay. I mean, you not... always forget that time Nolan went to Harvard and then became a teenage doctor in uh, <laughs> Nolan Hauser. Fucked uh, up. Sorry. Fucked it up. No, no. It's over. But 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 since we're talking about Doogie Hauser or I am and you're listening to me, um, <laughs> do, you, do you remember the, the Doogie Hauser where he goes on a date with a girl and she has something wrong with her appendix and they're like, we need to operate and you're the only doctor here? And he's like, but I haven't seen her naked yet. <laughs> I think I remember that. Doogie's <laughs> about to fucking score, man. That, oh. was, that was like my favorite. I, I was like, yeah, I was like, like, don't worry. She'll be passed out. And he goes, everyone leave the room. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> so weird. I think I remember that. They were playing the, playing this on the Hub channel when, well, when the, the Hub oh, channel yeah. was a thing. It was it was a cool show because he'd always have ones where he'd date some girl and she'd have an appendix or something. Doogie Howser was a little kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he'd always have to operate. Maybe that only happened once. I don't remember the Young show. Young Neil though. Patrick Harris when he was a kid, yeah. a child star. Yeah. So if we're segueing just for the word doctor, does anyone in here watch Doctor Who? No. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen. I, just I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. I haven't watched that one yet. Okay. No fine. one didn't. You sent me some stupid animation, and I was like, I'm not watching this shit. Oh, the Dreamland. Oh my God! One? Yeah, I sent you the Infinite Quest. Well, oh, what was that? It? it was a. It was an official Doctor Who like animated. It was commissioned by BBC, and it's the worst-looking thing I've ever seen. There's there's another one called Dreamland, and it's CG, and it takes place at Roswell, and it's so ugly. <laughs> I remember there was this fan animation of Doctor Who. It was of, like— Anime Doctor Who. Yeah, it looked awesome, like an 80s cyberpunk anime. I have it in my favorites if you want me to leak it, link it. Just take a quick look around. Well, I must say this is almost impressive. 
Yeah. I'll link that in the b- description, the 80s cyberpunk Doctor Who. That, like, it's fan-made, but I wish that was real. I want to watch... I need to watch some 80s cyberpunk animes like that. Well, man, man okay, so... so uh, just, the current Doctor Who just frustrates me because I really liked season three, and, like, I feel like the show has peaked ever since of the new Who. Uh, and, um, <laughs> well, I didn't like... I even seen... I'm not up to date, but the... Found footage one they did was so it's beyond us. No, the reason that didn't work is that narrating guy just every time they get to something goes, and then this happened. I was like, oh fuck you! You're just like I just <laughs> I couldn't even found footage episode. Yeah, they, they tried, did a found footage episode recently. They tried oh, to do it, but it was by someone who like didn't know how found footage worked. It's like that's that's one of the worst things about horror is that. There are actual rules to that genre. So when someone who doesn't get that genre, like horror, tries to step into it, they usually are stepping in it, and we have to we have to watch them wipe it off their shoe for oh. the whole movie. It's like they you, you really that's why like Romero and Carpenter and stuff are like considered greats because they get the rules and know how to play with them. And when you get someone who doesn't and then comes into it, it's usually awful because they like they're like no, it'll be atmospheric, and you're like oh, you mean bad. <laughs> well, because something I wanted to talk about regarding Doctor Who, and this kind of relates to everything, is TV shows now, we know how many episodes a person's going to be in it. We know like we know way too much through press releases because we're always hungry for information. And so yeah. like if a new season of a show comes out, they'll go ahead and tell us that like, oh, show and show is going to guest appear in five episodes. And so, like, uh, we knew how many episodes the the current companion was going to be in, so it's kind of easy to figure out when she's going to get written off. But yeah. then, but the, she won't go away. <laughs> well, that, really good. that is but, the problem with Doctor Who because the old show, the former show before the the one that's going on currently, um, each story you never knew how long it was going to be. Like you'd look at like the. One episode would be an hour and a half and the next one would be three hours or two and a half hours. <laughs> and the thing I hate about the new one is they're all an hour long. And I kind of like in the new season, they do a lot of two parters and stuff, which has worked out really well for them. But like, I don't understand. The weirdest thing is that we have Netflix, we have Hulu. We actually don't really need time slots anymore. Why do we have we don't have a show that's like that that has a different length each time because we could feasibly do it with everything we have now and why isn't Doctor Who like on Hulu or something and it's like the old days and we get one that's an hour and one that's an hour and a half but it's become incredibly predictable whereas the old show you never knew what you're getting into and I I thought that was a lot more fun. Some of the online shows that are, are streaming like Hulu Originals or like Community for example community episode from season six ranged from anywhere from like 25 minutes to like i think one was like 35 or something like oh uh, i didn't realize that yeah like it so online streaming they do do that it's never like uh, you know from an hour to three hours but there's usually like a 10 minute uh gap of like where it could end Uh uh but like my biggest issue with the the current season like the last three episodes is just like they the, the the Doctor Who has this habit of like they can't just leave the the companion like they have to become these the most important thing to the show yeah and it can't just be like hey I don't want to like, maybe we should stop you know traveling together all right they'll make me sad I'm gonna miss you 
But no, I mean, like, you know, it's I've been doing this for a while. It's dangerous. I need to live my life. You know, it can never be just that. It always has to be like, well, uh, something happened with the time vortex and we can never go back to where they're at. They are. Oh, trapped. yeah. The Amy Pond thing was yeah. like, uh, no, they, they just don't know. They used to just leave companions places to be like, no, just get that pizza over there. No, it's over there. I'll be right. But just over there. And then they're like, let's get in the TARDIS. Get the fuck out. Just leave them on planet. Who's a what's it? In the planet was was and everyone has to deal with it. And so, like, not to spoil too much for you, Jim, but like Clara leaves and they spend three episodes going back and ending her resolution for us. Yeah, that's. And I, that's I want her to be weird. gone. <laughs> what, what the what the frick, bro? <laughs> I just want her to be gone, and they just keep coming back. I mean, they're just gonna keep. I don't know that show has gotten better, but they still have the problem like having him monologue about how great humanity is every two episodes. It's like <laughs> yeah, always my, been a problem f- for me. My friend uh Dan, he uh he I was talking to him like a night or two ago and he was ranting about how much he fucking hates Doctor Who now because of the Moffat run. Yeah. It's like how much it fucking ruined Doctor Who. Well they it's fan and, fiction. Uh, yeah that's the biggest issue with Doctor Who right now is ever since uh, the current showrunner has jumped on, all of it has just became like this giant fan fiction-y sounding – like the Doctor's companion. They have sex and then they have a baby and that baby grows up and becomes the Doctor's wife. Isn't that Twilight? What the fuck? No, they don't have – he doesn't have sex with – No, 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 no. But the the, the companion oh, and her the, boyfriend okay. have sex and then they have a baby and the baby grows up oh, to God. become his wife. And it's just, She's, it, River Song is my least favorite character. I, she was River, great for the first episode. I, do, I don't that, like her. I just don't. I that, just that, my don't. friend Dan feels the exact same way, Jim. He hates um, – oh, by the way, I guess um, we should say spoilers. But uh, – <laughs> <laughs> fucking too late for that anyway um yeah i i liked river song in her first episode too and then my friend um dan explained everything to me about what happens to her and i'm like oh that that does sound bad and then she turns into some black lady for a little yeah. bit that was just that sh- you know what that's sh- actually you know what i was, I was thinking about this because i watched the original star wars and then i was while i was watching i was having a hard time not thinking about how i know all this stuff from the prequels and like there's a part where they talk about how the empire finally took out hello um i um mine got cut off and i couldn't hear that but i'm assuming you're talking about the line where luke goes you fought in the clone wars oh no i was talking about sorry i was talking about there's a line with darth vader and they talk about how the emperor the emperor finally took down the senate which is in the prequels how they vote for all this bizarre dumb stuff and when I was a kid watching the original, I'd always be like, what's the Senate? That must be something. And now that I know, I'm like, oh, that's way less interesting. Thanks a lot, George Lucas. Yeah. I guess sometimes it's more, more interesting to to not go over the backstory and let it settle in your mind and you uh, think of something more interesting. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like – I think somebody talked about it. I don't know who or what, but it's always like that uh, – the imagination or the mystery behind everything um, is just kind of like usually better than the explanation you give. Actually, that's. Um, are we still doing over the garden wall or no? Fuck it. Who just, cares? Just no. Okay. Up. Well, well, this this has a little relate to it, so I'll just like bring it up a little bit. But one of the things I like about over the garden wall is you never know 
if they're in the afterlife, if it's some weird dimension you can only get to through being unconscious, like what the deal is with it. And for most of Over the Garden Wall, you don't know why they're like how they got there, what why they can talk like modern people, what the deal is with this thing. And it totally works because when it reveals in the last two parts what's going on, it's like you're so it's like very smartly constructed. And there's a mystery to it. Like you still don't know like what Potter's Field is exactly. Like what – why are these frog people have a society with a rowboat – with a – not a rowboat. What are those boats called? Whatever. Steamboat. It's on a – what? Steamboat? Steamboat. Yeah. It's like you don't know any – you don't understand. But there's all – I've watched that whole thing like maybe two or three times and there's still a lot of mystery to it. And I don't want an over the garden wall like ex- explaining the universe or anything like that. And no, it's no, still, no. It's perfect how it is. Yeah, it's like wonderful. Like I, if you watch the pilot, they're originally going to make it like an Adventure Time kind of thing, which mm-hmm. wouldn't have worked. I really like when there's mystery to something. And I think when we try to explain things, it's like what happens with every horror movie villain is in the first one, they're mysterious and cool. And then we keep making sequels and explaining their backstory. And by part seven, you're like, oh, Michael Myers is here. That's cool. I guess, uh, or no, I know he's Laurie Strode's brother and, uh, that's their, that's their other sister. And that's, that guy's related to them this way. And some horror fans love that, but it's like why most people don't watch part seven is because it's just so boring narratively. It's like Plus, part of the experience is talking with people and leaving things up to interpretation. Like yeah. in over the garden wall, the, the the frogs and steamboat is represented by like at the intro. There's like two kids playing with the steamboat, and there's like a frog in the background, and that like kind of represents what that means in real life. But it's interpreted enough to where like that's what I'm assuming, and I don't need to know for sure. I mean, the most recent time I've watched both that and the original Star Wars, I thought about like you know what? I don't want to live in this world where I know. I just want to be. Like in this mystery, you know, live in the mystery of it. Like how much, I mean, with Over the Garden Wall, I can do that a lot better than Star Wars. But it's like, I love, I don't want to think about how it's purgatory. Like I like the way it is not knowing or like, um, you know, I think that's a better, sometimes I like the mystery of it. The ambiguity is a lot more fun. Or how do you feel about like um, movie – like for example, Indiana Jones. The fourth movie is awful for multiple reasons. But I think the biggest issue is that Indiana Jones works as a young hero. And then seeing him old, I don't need that. I See, I don't think the reason that one didn't work is because each Indiana Jones movie is based on a particular type of movie or literature. Like mm-hmm. Raiders is based on pulp comics. Uh, Temple of Doom is based on kind of B movies. I forget Last Crusade. I honestly forget. Um, and they're trying to do uh, like I think Temple of Doom was '40s adventure B movies, and they're trying to do just B drive-in movies for Crystal Skull. And it like you, I don't see that at all in that movie. Like it's just not there. And the problem with Indiana Jones is they don't have that theory. They also don't have the guy who shot the first three Indiana Jones. And that's a huge problem. And if watch Crystal Skull and watch, well, don't watch Crystal Skull. Don't do that. But like (laughs) watch, watch one of the first three and you'll see how beautiful it is. And the problem with a lot of movies is there's a theory behind them. And when you just go, well, we have to do this for business. And I understand film doesn't exist in my weird theory world. But like when you take that theory away, it doesn't work as well. And you need, you need that theory, you know, 
dude. That's you. why it makes sense. And I think that's why that's to me why it doesn't work. It's not just because he's young. Like if they had a good enough theory and he was defeating like they made it work in a B movie way in the fifties, it would have been awesome. But you know, I don't know. That that is a really bad movie. <laughs> now, the creators of Jaws and Star Wars bring you a totally modern hero. Trust me. And a new age of adventure. From the jungles of Peru to the streets of Cairo. From the greed of the pharaohs to the wrath of God. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Rated PG. Opens June 12th at a theater near you. Check local newspapers. Um, adding on to what Stev said, though, I, I hate to keep sucking um, Red Letter Media's dick, but they're just that great. Um, is that they also said, yeah, that Indiana Jones, you don't really care for him about him as a character. You more or less just care about like uh, the wish fulfillment part of it. Like you want to be Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know? yeah. Same with James Bond, I think. Yeah. That's... Yeah. You it, he's like he's like a character you want to. um you want to like put yourself on? He's a I Mary mean, like, Sue. No, he's more like a um, an uh, appeal character. Like uh, you can kind of put yourself into his place. Like mm-hmm. an, um, I I want to say author um, a, an so like a self insert character. I guess. I mean, the reason Raiders works is because it's not about Indiana Jones. It's about his adventures. Yeah. Um, Whereas the other ones try to make it about him, and that's a bad idea. Yeah, you know, the, it, and the fourth sorry. one tries to t- tie up his arc neatly just to put him to rest. Even though it's like with Indy, it's like you don't want him to be put to rest. You want him to like you want to be able to imagine those adventures with Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And like when you have, give him a like a definitive end, it's just like, well, shit. I guess that's it for him. Mm-hmm. I guess he's old and now. He's married and he's just gonna quietly live the rest of his life. That that's that's his end. And then Shia LaBeouf is going to fall asleep in the theater row and he watches it in, um, in his movie marathon. <laughs> so is, is that all for whatever Doctor Who thing you guys were talking about? Oh, I just wanted to rant about Clara and then I'm going to get I can't wait to read through the comments and see how people hate me now. Um, yeah, we kind of we kind of this was like the ranty podcast. Let's see how many Whovians are in the pot on the comments. But uh, we still have more news stories, apparently. <laughs> okay, well, is this like the news? The news pot? We're not going to do Q and A. This is just I mean, the news. I have two, but I guess I can save the second one for next time. But okay. I guess the major news is that Hey Arnold is also <laughs> returning for a TV movie where he's going to find his parents, and original creator Craig Barlett is involved. Hmm. So yeah, find involved. I don't know, but the Jungle movie—it's fucking happening. It's oh, where he finds his parents or adventures. Yeah, but you you know what I'm imagining? Like, here's my fan theory on what's going to happen. Like, in the show Hey Arnold, like, it ends on him finding his parents, except when he finds them in the jungle, they're just a skeleton, and there's just a, they're just carrying a uh, a little piece of note, and the note says, Bye, Arnold. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Damn. No, 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 no. No, the Damn. note instead reads, football head (laughs) (laughs) but i think it'd be the perfect ending like hey arnold bye arnold it just ends it's the perfect it goes oh wow (laughs) book opens book closes yeah perfect if 
if they're actually literally like finaling it, where like it, there's going to be no more, it could be see uh, Arnold. Like that's the title yeah. of the movie. Oh, that'd be sad. It's like it's over. No more hey Arnold ever in the history of the universe after this. That's it. Oh well. Nickelodeon's doing a lot of like bringing back stuff, like because they apparently only have SpongeBob and they need to bank on something. Yeah. Um, I thought I think it's interesting that Nickelodeon's been doing more of hey, let's go back to the same thing and continue it, while any other network, especially Cartoon Network, would have been like, all right, how do we like take the name? And then retool everything to where it's new and exciting. I found that uh, interesting. Different mythology or idea. Well, they don't. They don't have anything. All they have is what Sanjay and Craig and what's that other show? Um, wow. Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, they're coming Red out with Loud House. Oh, Ninja Turtles does well, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, they, they also have Power Rangers. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, you don't hear anything about the Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers, and it's just like those are two pretty big properties. Well, and Nick's just like, hey, here they are. Well, the good thing is the uh, Ninja Turtles still sells toys, so that show is going to be around forever. I mean, they're in space now. This... Are they really? Are they? Yeah, the show? yeah. Four seasons in space. Like uh, the first two seasons are just like generically New York. And then season two is like, hey, we're at the farmhouse from the movies and comics. And then like season four is they're in space. Fuck everything. <laughs> is it at least good? Uh, what's that? Is it at least good? Uh, it's all right. I like I, I after they went into space, I kind of lost a little bit of interest. They're hanging out with uh, the doctor from Doctor Who, but no. as a robot. No. Fuck oh, no. Like they're literally traveling space and time with the metal robot yeah. voiced by David Tennant. The oh, Fugitoid? Fuck. Yeah, the Fugitoid. He's voiced by David Tennant? Yeah. Does he not have anything better to do? I, I mean, he, he did Jessica Jones. Oh, Jessica you... Bones, more like it. Oh. <laughs> Man, I, if I make a cartoon, I'm going to see if I can get David Tennant. It probably won't be that hard. Please be in our show. Hey, David Tennant. It's me, Nolan Baker. I really liked your uh, um, show, Dr. What? And I would really like it if you were on my cartoon. I really appreciate it. Love, just, Nolan. Just tell him you're Tom Baker's son. <laughs> um, P.S. May or may not be related to Tom Baker. If you want to find out, come over to uh, our recording studio and talk. <laughs> just, say, just say these lines. Write the script around, hey, wait, you're not Tom Baker's son. I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> it, it could oh. work. He could play it's, a robot who's programmed to only say, hey, you're not Tom Baker's son. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on the production levels of the Gem movie where they just get like random celebrity quotes and mix it into the, the script. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, you know how many people ask me like the Gem movies like a hidden artifact now. People are like you saw it. What was it like? Because <laughs> it was on theaters for two weeks and they just like took it out. Nobody, I tweeted after it got pulled, I was like, in the future, I'm going to be like Han Solo in the Force Awakens trailer. And I'm like, it's true. All of it. <laughs> I was there opening day. You guys don't believe me. Like, are they, I'm curious if it's coming out on DVD or if Universal's like, nah, fuck this, bro. Oh. It's just sitting in the vault. Shit. Oh, but speaking of unreleased material, um, I guess we can go into this news report since it's kind of related. So you guys remember the remember the anime Afro Samurai? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. No yeah. one remembers it. It was on Spike TV, and I think it was a, it was a big deal at the time, and everyone just forgot about it now. 
but well, Samuel L. Jackson was the main voice, wasn't he? Yeah, but uh, Afro Samurai Two. Well, they made a, a video game, Afro Samurai Two, the sequel to the first licensed game from forever ago, and they released it on PlayStation Network and Steam, and it was there for like a week, and they pulled it down, and anyone who downloaded it. It was an uninstalled from their computers because it was so terrible. The game company said, look, we were canceling the two other sequels we had planned for this game and no one can play this. We're sorry. Here's your money back. Pretend this never happened. Whoa. I just... How badly do you have to fuck up? Like, oh, wait, Konami did the same thing with PT in a sense. Like, they tried to, they tried everything in their power to erase it to be like, listen, we fucked Kojima over. We fucked him hard in the ass. No lube, no condom, nothing. Mm-hmm. And we want you to fucking forget about Silent Hills, please. Thank you. Hey, to well, be honest, this isn't that uncommon. Yeah, um, but it's like, I never heard a game company said, you know what, we're so ashamed of this game. Here's your money back. Pretend this never happened. Well, I mean, like, I've seen Kickstarters do it. Like, remember that Yogscast game, like, a year ago? It was in, like, three years of production, and they're just like, well, it's canceled. Uh, they didn't get money back. They're just like, well, well, we made $3 million. We spent, like, two. I guess we just keep a million. <laughs> Aren't there, like, laws against that? Well, they, with, they gave not, everyone a code to download it someone else's game. Not with, with Kickstarter, there aren't. That's why people kind of don't like crowdfunding stuff, because... Um, you could basically like make a product and fund it through Indiegogo or Kickstarter and it could be a huge product and you'd be like, hey, I donate to this. And you're like, well, you don't own a piece of it. You just kind of gave the money with no strings except for the rewards. That's all you get. Yeah. You're not like a producer. You're not like. Well, I mean, I, I guess if you, the tears is like producer credit. But you still don't get like you're not getting a percentage. You're not getting five percent like a real producer. You're just getting a vanity producer credit. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen, listen. It, it none of that matters. Just as long as my name's on the screen. Yeah. You could but arguably, if if it's a film, like I, I guess games work too. But you could probably get an IMDb and just start becoming. Oh a no, you, you do. On some of them, I've seen that credit. Like you'll be listed on it as IMDb. Yeah. And I've kind of wondered. Is there someone who's literally paid their way into having a producer career? Like they have all these credits from Pixar, (laughs) uh, from Pixar, sorry, from crowdfunding. And like you can, and someone, then they can go to someone and go, well, I have a producing career. Look at all these things I've produced. (laughs) And, and it would be justifiable, you know, that's kind of fucked up. Think about that. I bet you someone's done it. If someone hasn't, I'm very surprised. I was shocked to find out I have an IMDb. What? <laughs> like I, I've, I've animated stuff for your mama, so I guess your mama's IMDb worthy. Wait, my mama? Your mama? <laughs> oh my god! Don't talk about my mama. That's not cool. I'm sorry, Jim. Hey, Jim. I've, I've, Jim. I've offended everyone on this what? podcast. Uh, speaking what? of your mama, <laughs> guess who's your father? Who? <laughs> Me. Oh. No. He's your daddy. I'm your daddy. <laughs> It's weird. It's, it, it's weird that so many of these weird these niche web shows have like IMDb's. Like I don't have an IMDb as far as I know, but like I've you seen have a TV tropes page. I want a TV tropes. Eh, no one uses that. But Fuck you, I use that. <laughs> well, you, you know. But anyway, like these niche web shows, like web shows that have like a hundred subscribers, like these reviewers who wanted to be on like that guy with the glasses or something have imdbs and they're, mm-hmm. they're listed and stuff and they have actors credited in their work as archival footage which is like 
this is a web show. This shouldn't count as IMDb worthy, especially if you have only like a hundred subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, no. Um, let's see here. There was something that popped up. Uh, oh, like angry video game nerd. He considers all his reviews films. Does he or like, someone else? Uh, I, no, he, he himself. He like I remember him like uh, advertising his Kickstarter for his movie. And he was just like, yeah, I've been making reviews on the internet for years. I've uh, – between that and my other uh, school – you know, like his projects from school, I've made over 100 films. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't consider well, his go, reviews films. His reviews have more production value than other reviewers. Like there's – That's true. Up and stuff. Hello, I'm the nostalgia critic. Please look at my face at one still shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although now he's trying harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, it I, sucks when people do that for their whole videos. I guess I would consider it more of a TV show you know than a even, film. I, guess, I suppose, yeah. But you know what's even worse than that? What? When you have like a shot, but then you just cut to another shot, and then you just cut back to the first shot, and that's all you do the whole review. Well, no, I think I think the people that do that are like really smart, and uh, they, they really know what they're doing, and oh, it's a really, really good idea. Yeah, no, that's oh. what I think. Yeah, are you sure? Are you sure? I, th- I think that's like a great idea, and uh, those people should be credited for their great production style and editing. I know you're I, doing I, a I especially, I especially love it when the, the cameras are two completely different qualities. <laughs> well, you know, maybe maybe some of these people um, can't, uh, you know, they they do what they can with what they have, and they're doing a great job with it. Maybe people should 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 say that. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, okay, okay. I, I know you guys are doing a bit, but real quick, uh, for your for your for your rent review, uh, did you do that whole thing in one take? Yeah, I always do. Like there's no cuts. I don't. I don't. I mean, like I wound up. Oh man, it's twelve minutes of him talking. I'm gonna like do. Oh one no, there. It's. It, I shot like uh, forty, like thirty minutes, and then I okay. cut. Because okay, like, I, I kept like not seeing any cuts, and it seemed to be like this one stream thing. It was almost as great and as awful. Well, not awful, but like it's, uh, pans, little bit where he goes on for like a half an hour of just like one long sentence. Oh yeah, oh, I, yeah. I cut out. Oh yeah, some... I cut. Well, you mean the one where I say. Teen girl who just got off watching Foaming the Squirrel on Newgrounds.com while trying to bring back Invader Zim petition wearing a Jack okay, Skeleton hoodie and happy tree friend tube socks for some hot topic during Emily the Strange buy one get one fifty percent. Fuck! Don't <laughs> let me back in. I'm going. Oh, that's not cool. Oh. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to set that one up. I like. I legitimately was like kind of hoping he wouldn't do it. But look. Like I, I, I actually recorded that, but I cut up a lot of it, so my <gasps> breaths where I'm talking, but I, <laughs> the in betweens, you know. Oh, okay. So that wasn't just you being like really amazing. No, I, I'm a fucking fraud. I actually like cut all my <gasps> when I'm talking. No, I uh, do that. I do that. Too. I cut all the breath because it's like it's a web video. You don't want to, yeah. you know, you want to mm-hmm. get everything out and do it quickly and. Well, the best thing about doing web is, and it's kind of like sleeping into reality TV shows too, is that like you, if you were recording a review and you needed to make a cut where you were saying something, you would have to change the camera angle and then go back to it or show footage of what you're talking about and then go back to it as like an easy way to like hide the cut. Mm-hmm. But now, thanks to vlogs, you can just, just, just cut. Just, it just, there, all right, fixed it. Yeah. Oh, no I effort. Hate, I hated those vlogs that just like instantly cut to each sentence. It just. Mm. It, oh yeah. It's I awesome. actually don't like the ones that are just what like they just shoot it in one take. Mm. Those like I really like and it, there's no editing at all. 
those really bug me because then you have to hear them. First off, they're going to talk about, hey, guys, sorry it's been a while since I made a video. Uh, you know, things have been busy. I had to really clean my apartment. It was getting bad and I had to pay some bills and the work's been tough. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about, oh, shit, where's my phone? I'll be right back. Anyway, uh, and then it's like just it's like a half hour before you get to the review and there there's stuff that should be cut out. And it's just I don't like those at all, to be honest. This reminds me like um, during the whole cool cat versus uh, I, I hate everything debacle like that came out. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a lot of people who made vlogs about it, and I looked. I was just clicking through some of them, and there was this guy who, like, the first two minutes of his cool cat rant is just him saying, "Hi guys." So anyway, I know I pissed off a lot of people in my previous videos, but it's only because I don't believe in Christianity, and I, and look, atheism. We're we're in the right, okay. Like he just goes on this like two minute rant on how he hates how he hates religion. It's like I came here for cool cat, man. <laughs> yeah, or I like the one where they do a review and they go, just so you know, um, this is my opinion. Uh, so it's like justified. It's not your opinion. So this is just what I feel. I'm like, yeah, you're talking. I know this is how you feel. You, you don't need to. Oh, my God. That's like I. that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when no, people I, go, this is from my perspective. And I go, I can see that. You're right. You have to say that, though. From, from, but keep in mind what? that if you, if you don't say that. That you uh, and you have a big following, you, those those little kids that watch you are gonna just assume that's fact. Like that's not an opinion. That is like legit. You know that's how everyone feels. That's how it has to be. And then they'll go attack people on the internet. Oh, I thought you meant in real life, and I was imagining you have a really no, no, not real. crazy cult kind of following, and you're like, you're like, guys, I really don't like this animator, and then they start pounding on his door at 3 a.m. with pitchforks. <laughs> Just a big ki- bunch of following well, kids. Well, I mean, they are teenagers, so their parents will be like, what the fuck are you doing up at, like, 3 a.m.? Mm. And they're like, mom, I gotta go, I gotta go fight for somebody's honor online. <laughs> and then they stop them from going out, so that it, in all honesty, they wouldn't leave the house. That's why they comment all the time. Speaking of, a. Uh, Cool cat, we have a special guest for the next podcast. What? Wait, next, Chris? We don't. We, no. Pan, I, we, I haven't talked to him about an actual date yet. You fucker! What the fuck, you idiot! He's. You I said know. we're doing it this month. I'm gonna. Um, he said to follow back up like sometime in December. So you. I want to wait a little bit. Fuck. Oh well. Okay. So we may or may not have a guest, but I don't know who well, knows. No, we do have him. I just got to set up a date. You okay. idiot. Yeah, God. we'll figure it Way out. To fuck that one up, you retard, you dumbass. All right, I'm. I'll follow up with him right now if it makes you feel any oh, no, better. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> no, too bad. I'm doing it. Okay. So yeah, you, anything else? Uh, what about life? Or I don't know if you want to get into the questions because I think St- oh. Stead needs to go somewhere soon. I do. I, I, got, I had like a previous previous engagement. I, I mean, if you have to go a... anywhere now, that's cool. Yeah, I guess now would be the time. Yeah. But uh, there was one thing I was wanting to get your guys' opinions on. Hmm. Okay. Um, recently, Game Grumps mentioned Chris Pratt in a video, and then they were just kind of like, "Hey guys, go uh, go get Chris Pratt to acknowledge us." And uh, like, so as people with big followings that are Let's Players tend to do, their big following went to Chris Pratt, just kind of like. Uh, I want to say I won't use the word harassment, but it feels like it from a non game grumps super fan and not someone that's associated with it. But like basically, you know, a shit ton of people just start message you, uh, you know, filling your inbox with game grumps stuff. And like Chris Pratt made a tweet going, well, game grumps has some loyal fans. Uh, I can see why they're funny. 
And then like everyone just seemed it like it was this like big uh, like you know success. Mm-hmm. But uh, from a from for someone that third party perspective, I'm just like, how do you guys feel about that? Like, does that not feel like harassment or like I I I, I, I could see Chris Pat being like they're loyal like as like a, a way to be like okay guys please stop messaging me. <laughs> yeah, that that seems really unprofessional. Just like yeah, that's not a good way to get to harass people into working with you because that's honestly um, just in general not that. Like if anyone tries – not that I'm at the level of Chris Pratt in any sense of the word. But like if anyone tries to get me to work on something for them, if they harass me, I really don't want to have anything to do with them. And I think if you're like Chris Pratt and I'm assuming he's probably pretty busy, um, he's like, I will you know, get this done so they'll stop harassing me and this will be over. But I'm never going to deal with these people again. And if you're gonna work with get Chris Pratt involved, you probably like want to make that contact. So it's like doubly fucked you because like not only are you gonna go down as this person that like Chris Pratt just shoot away, but you basically like he he now knows he'll get, he'll tell he'll be at dinner with a producer and he'll be like yeah these fucking guys like I had to turn Twitter off on my phone because I was getting too many notifications or you know it was like going it was so annoying like my messages were crazy because these assholes. And let's say he runs some network that they were pitching to. It's like it's such a bad idea, you know. So I don't well, it's just really interesting that Kotaku didn't like try to like spin it as either like like I, I, they didn't. No one like mentioned it. I didn't see it on any news site, but I could see Kotaku either spending it in the way that I'm seeing it as like potential harassment and just kind of annoying a celebrity, or the other way around where it's just like Game Grumps got big celebrity through Twitter, you know. I just – I don't think there's there's no real good way of doing that and harassing someone because people – like I was saying, people talk and it's going to ruin your reputation. And it's like the fact that that's their reputation is harassing Chris Pratt. Well, I'm, I'm using the term harassment. I, I, I don't know if he was yeah. annoyed by it or not, but – uh, that that was my perspective. If like if if a like a th- thousands of people just started blowing up my Twitter to where it was no longer usable, and well, all of it was, go look at this thing. <laughs> you know. I mean, I uh, think when someone's famous, we don't think about what their perspective is, and mm-hmm. like if you think about it from like if you were on Twitter and that happened to you, you would be like, what the fuck is going? Like you'd be pissed off, and I think like. You know, Chris Pratt probably doesn't want to put on a face where he gets mad at them because they would, of course, leak that email or something. But like, you know, you did. I don't think they thought of him as a person. They just thought of it as an opportunity. It's just a shit. I don't know. I think it's shitty, but I don't know the the situation that well. So, yeah, well, this is not me like slamming gang grumps or anything and saying they're assholes. It's more of like. Uh, just remember your power when you have two million people following yeah. your your YouTube channel. Uh, it's I think it was kind of like going back to like um, saying something about someone and then you're following just accepts that like if you're a reviewer and say you're a big famous reviewer and you say uh, Homer Bounds awful, you just persuaded like a good majority of your fan base. Well, I mean them seeing the movie or them caring or they just automatically convert to that mindset. 
I was talking with some person at Comic-Con and they were telling me how they hate this one reviewer online who takes these cartoons too seriously. And they get they keep getting like death threats and harassing emails saying your work is awful. Like they never use Twitter, but they keep getting this message because of the from these fans of this one reviewer. And they just hate this guy because he takes things too seriously. It's like, no, shut up. We hate. Yeah. Yeah. You just you can't you. I mean, I hate to really say this, but like. Fans are kind of sheep. Oh. <laughs> they can be really sheepy. <laughs> like, and like, there are also, of course, there are always fans who are um, intelligent and like know, know where boundaries are. But some fans are like, oh, I must defend their honor. Oh. And like, they just go at it. And it's just like, you, you fucking need to chill, bro. Like, you, you can't do that. You can't say these things or like, go white knight for this fucking guy you don't even know. Yeah. It's just like, you need to calm down. Yeah. You, just, you just have to be really careful. And like, I think me and Pan are kind of like in that right amount of people that follow us that like we do have to be careful of certain things we say. Like it wouldn't be as drastic as say like Markiplier randomly said like, all right, guys, you know what we should do? People should just start taking down mailboxes. Ah, you know, <laughs> and then there's no mailboxes the yeah. next day. Someone smashed my <laughs> mailbox a couple years ago. Wow. Damn Markiplier. Yeah. Fuck him for destroying my mailbox. <laughs> I don't know, just think back to that one episode of King of the Hill where that uh, one employee of Strickland got a whole bunch of MySpace followers somehow. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and that got, like, someone beat up, I think, um, Buck Strickland. So, oh, same with the American, that one American Dragon episode where, where Jake Long was blogging, like, man, fuck my principal, he's or my teacher, he's an asshole. And all these magical creatures decided to put, like, a hit out on him. <laughs> that was kind of fucked up now that I think of it. Yeah, American oh, Dragon the, is a completely different show than I remember. All these followers started listening to him like, we gotta kill this fucking teacher. And like, he he even tried to stop them, but but they were like, no, no, Jake, we have to do this. We have to stop him. We must kill him. That's kind of like online stuff now. It's like, yeah. they'll just go after somebody. And sometimes it's like totally ruin people's lives. It's like kind of, I don't know, it's scary. Yeah. Some of that stuff. Like, or your whole, like, if anyone Googles you, um, that's what'll come up is that is just that like nothing else about you. And it's like just because of either a mistake a person made or because they just got wrapped up into something and um, it can really ruin your reputation. Oh. I don't know. Do you know the story or, about ocean marketing? No, uh, what's that? Okay. So like two years ago, uh, there was this person who was ordering this device and I don't know, there were some issues with the shipping. Like they didn't know what it was called. Like, I mean, they didn't know when it was, being shipped and they said hey what time of day are the, are you guys shipping it and when will i receive it and the guy just replies december 10th and he that's it literally just december 10th like was that the shipping date or the day it'll arrive and they kept doing exchanges and eventually the guy at the other end the marketing company run by one guy is just a complete asshole and just starts belittling the person and starts being the smart ass and eventually um uh that webcomic uh no, I was gonna say control delete. Um, pa who, who runs PAX? Penny Arcade. Penny Arcade got wind of it, and they just made it made it this big thing of uh, how much of an asshole this guy was, and he was just like taking it taking it easy, like yeah, what are they gonna do? And eventually, they just destroyed his reputation. Look up Ocean Marketing. It's a fucking mess. 
Wow. Wait, wait, wait. But they also found the guy's personal YouTube page, and it was just him being, like, one of those douchebags who's in the middle of a suburb, and he has his motorcycle, and he's like, yeah, look how loud my motorcycle goes. Vroom, vroom, in the middle of the suburbs, it was... <laughs> it was uh, like a frat boy running a marketing company. Wow. Ocean marketing, look it up. <laughs> I don't know, that stuff, but I, like, um, just because if you Google someone, what will come up, and anytime there's a movie that's like really, really small, like super small, like there's nothing about them online practically. And they'll ask me if I'll review their thing. And I'll usually say no. Cause if I, let's say I'm the only one to review it and the only review is me bashing it. I just say no to it. Cause it's like, what if I just, they spent all this money and they just spend it to me. They send it to me. And then the only thing there is me going like, this is a bunch of crap. Don't see that. <laughs> Don't oh, see this. Scene. I've but that, had that I've with talked, reviews, like I've, um, devices. I've to, oh, really? Yeah, like like uh, uh, I get a lot of Chinese. Like uh, I made a tablet. I send it to you. You do review, and like one of the one of the tablets didn't work, and they still wanted me to do review. And I'm like, are you sure? And I like I just didn't have the heart to be like, it didn't work. Don't buy it. <laughs> oh. No, it's like so I, I've I've talked to other people who've said the same things. Like because uh, certain people were doing it, doing like smaller movies for a little bit. But if you don't give it a glowing review, because it already has so many things against it already, um, you know, it kind of doesn't not that you should only do smaller movies to give them great reviews. But it's like if no one's going to see it and the only thing you can Google is like you going like, eh, it's OK. You're not, you know, I just I just don't I feel bad about that. It's different when it's like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she'll be OK. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she watches all my stuff and is like really upset. She's like, God damn it. Oh. He, he didn't like any of the Hunger Games. Darn. <laughs> I don't uh, think I, that's true, though. I need to head out. Thank oh. you guys so much for See letting ya. me be on the podcast again. Oh, it's no like, problem. It's always fun, man. It's fun yeah. having you. Take care. Okay. Yes. Bye. Enjoy bye. your question. Yep. Oh, um, we should do the questions. Yeah, right let's now. get into the questions. I've been meaning to go through them forever this, ago. Sorry. Sorry, this got like kind of ranty and stuff. <laughs> Man, it makes it more interesting when we're going off topic. Well, just in time for St. Patrick's Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of Irish folklore. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else seen the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find. So, yeah. First question is Sage Smith. Question. After remembering that time Nolan talked about how a guy did a perfect Napoleon Dynamite impression and it was on the news, it reminded me of a local news segment about bronies. So, my question is what's the strangest local news segment you've seen? Oh, I have a good one. Okay. Kind of. This is like a notorious. If you're from Maryland and my age, you know it. Because I used to bond with anyone in college. If I met someone from Maryland, we'd talk about this. It gets really hot in the summer in Baltimore. And, it, like, everyone goes, oh, it's so hot. You could probably cook, make cookies in your car. You know, people say stuff like that. And this one news, it was not a slow news day, but Baltimore doesn't like to report on murder. So instead of reporting on important things, they decided to see if um, they could fry an egg on the um, on the parking lot. <laughs> And they did. <laughs> and and they would just keep cutting back to them and go, so how's that egg working out? 
<laughs> well, did it work? Uh, I believe it did, but it was like kind of like this weird. Like you kept watching it, like this is real. Like there's there's probably like police abuse going on, but they're like, hey, how's that egg going? Well, it's it's pretty hot, so it's working pretty well. We put butter on the ground. It was like that's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Life was simpler back then. It wasn't. They were just bigger assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but for a local news report where I was, uh, I don't know. I just remember, like, I don't remember the news report exactly, but you know how when a news reporter is talking and they have, like, a, an image on the, on their side of their head about the topic, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just remember there was just an image of a car turned upside down in the middle of, like, the street. Like, it got into a crash. And on top, there was just a caption that reads, Oops. <laughs> that's funny I oh. <laughs> oops that's like that's really belittling the situation right now <laughs> I actually I think another one I saw is it was in Oklahoma once and I watched the local news and they did a whole segment on how to dress for the football game and I was like wow you have a really small viewing audience that you were like how to dress for the football game the next day <laughs> and that's your look I mean that's like it's like there, there's no way your audience is that small. Jesus. I was like, holy shit. They got to fill that spot with something. They're like, we could talk about foreign policy or which poncho is best for you. So next question. Moe unicorns. Question. What's that symbol on Nolan's T-shirt? We never answered this on the podcast. Uh, I think we did, but it wasn't like an, in a question. Um, when I um, when Pan asked a. Uh, um, like in the first few episodes, we didn't have Avatar, so Pan was like, "That's kind of boring. Can you guys like give me some designs of like what your Avatar should look like?" And I was like, "Well, shit, I don't really have anything." So I just drew me, and uh, and um on the on my shirt, I was just like, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." I just drew Jake the dog wrapped up in a web cocoon. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna jack it to this. I'm gonna make him draw that." And that's basically what it is. Yeah, so it's a very simplified version of uh, Jake the Dog it's so, tied up. It's it's sort of it's sort of one like one of those minimalist loss edits. <laughs> yeah, see on Tumblr. So yeah, yeah, it's not a pill. It's just a minimalist design of a uh, of Jake the Dog tied up. And sort of did it, and I sort of have that shirt. I mean, no, <laughs> you can you can buy that shirt on the Redbubble page, but like. Uh, Nolan really loves that one episode of Adventure Time where uh, the with the spider the spider. Listen, and, listen, and, that was not a good episode. Hey, I just blanked it a lot. Okay, but it, but it really impacted your life, didn't it? it? It changed my life. Yeah. No funny story about that though. I watched that episode in my living room, and my family was in the other room, and they had to hear fucking spider delivery on the goddamn screen. I was like, this is so fucking awkward. And you hear like a spider give birth, and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, Thanks, no. adventure time. Did Did you buy some organic web shooters from like Target of Spider Man? When I was younger, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, rem- no, I remember doing that, and then going to my dad's car and spraying webs all over, and I was like, Dad, Spider Man was here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could trick him, and he was like, Nolan, okay, okay, Nolan. No. He was like, he was like, everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's gonna maybe he's gonna like get revenge and just throw a, a just a giant rotting pumpkin in your room. Like, look, son, Green Goblin was here, <laughs> asshole. That's, 
I like that. <laughs> just this gigantic rotting pumpkin that's just turning green and has mold on it all over your room splattered. That my, my no, my Metal Gear Solid Five poster. Yeah, my Spider-Man revenge would be uh, making sure the mops always fall out of the closet. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks to whoever made that. Oh wait, hang no, on. My, yeah, but, mine would uh, be uh, replacing all your Spider-Man DVDs with just um deeper cuts of uh, Revenge of the Mad Madman YouTube poop on DVD. <laughs> that and it's every Spider-Man DVD you own, just that um YouTube poop. Yeah. See, I, I think it would be worse if you changed every Spider-Man DVD someone had with Spider-Man Three. Yeah, that that that's worse, but it's not funny. Then it's just kind of suffering. I don't want anybody to suffer. Oh, okay, that's true. That is pretty hard to too soon. So next question, question uh, Dipper seven two three. Question: Are there any inaccurate facts about a cartoon that a lot of people believe that annoy the hell out of you? For me, it's the SpongeBob parents are cookies thing. That annoyed the hell out of me. It's SpongeBob SquarePants, not Cookie Bob SquarePants. SpongeBob's parents are obviously sponges because he's a sponge. It's scientifically inaccurate for a cookie to give birth to a sponge. And why would a cookie be living under the sea in the first place? What the fuck? So any okay. uh, f- fan what? theories or like things people believe about animation that you hate? Well, that, that's oh, not true. Okay, so that's the question. There is like a really, there is one film thing that people believe that does annoy me. And that's that people believe like there wasn't color film until Wizard of Oz. That's like the big one. People like, I was told that till I was like 18. I think I, no, it was like 15. I I took my first film class and they tell you like, yeah, that's not true. I don't know where anyone, that like no one knows how that can happen. But there was color film like, 20 years before it just didn't really start to take off till then but people really believe that when that's people were like astonished when she opens the door and she's in oz like people were but not because it was color film they'd seen color film before that's like my big one sorry i know that's not animation (laughs) well that that kind of takes the impact away from uh oz then that kind of sucks but no it's still it was still impact i mean it's not like but it was still impactful because it looked like they hadn't seen that kind of color film, but like Gone with the Wind came out the same year and that's in the same color. So uh, it wasn't as, as astonishing as they make it out to be. They'd seen stuff in color before. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it is true. It is true that no one actually saw in color until about 1935. <laughs> Everyone just saw in black and white. So that's that might be why. Yeah. That might be yeah why. Okay. Did you ever read Calvin and Hobbes where – Calvin's dad tells Calvin where he's like that, like, no, it wasn't the film. Like everything was in black and white back then. And Calvin's like freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hard for me to imagine, like, like whenever I think like the twenties, like I always picture it in black and white, just just because we've only seen uh, black and white photos of it. Like I'm, it's really hard for me just to imagine it in color. Like they've only recently found color photos from world war two. Yeah. Like there weren't that many and they've more recently been trying to show more color photos from that because it makes it more real to people. There's like kind of a separation. I like black and white, but it feels more like it's not real because obviously we see in color. Yeah. So. Um, oh shit, I had a thought. I lost it. Go on. I was, sorry I went on that long mm. thing. No, it's okay. But for any uh, fan things that people say is true, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is true or – well, I don't know if this thing is true or not. But, like, someone – some Anna messaged me saying, 
Yeah, I know the guy who who worked at Klatsky Shuplo, the creators of Rugrats, and every day he gets messages on if the Rugrats were in the in the purgatory theory, if that's true or not. I fucking hate that one too. Stupid. Like there's pe like there's pe people who like look at fan theories and co and all these like creepy pasta stories, and I mean I, I I'm interested in that because it's it, it's kind of, it's interesting, but I don't think it's real ever. Like no one thinks. Dead Bart is real unless you're stupid. What? What? I... What? Dead Bart isn't real. What? Oh no! Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, sorry, Nolan. It was never <sighs> real. It's just some fucking just... lies. Bunch of bullshit. Yeah. God, I hate my life. What, yeah. What's the point now? You wasted everything. Oh, but there's like this one edited screenshot in Teen Titans where Beast Boy is looking at a magazine. Like, the original thing, it says Hot Rod, but someone edited it, so it says Hot Rape, and people think that was real. It's like, no, that's not real, you fucks. Unless... unless I, I, love how, I love how people, like, put in explicit stuff, like, edit in explicit stuff, and they're like, whoa, it's real, it's real! And then, like, uh, every, and then it's so obviously something that would not have gotten past the censors, like... I mean, censors can be really stupid, but come on, guys. Yeah, there's still some people who, thi who think a uh, adult party cartoon was part of the Nickelodeon run of Ren and Stimpy. What? Yeah. Jeez. For anyone d who doesn't know, uh, there okay, there's two Ren and Stimpy cartoons, one on Nickelodeon and later one on Spike TV where it was mature and they can get away with everything. And it was awful because they relied on just the fact that, hey, isn't this shocking? We don't have any jokes, but isn't this gross? Yeah. Yeah, and people confuse the two. Hmm. But it, but it was. Hmm. I, I think kinda, there's some I, other ones for a video game. I was kind of responsible for like spreading a, a fake fan. I mean, a, th a fake thing on Tumblr. Oh right, wasn't it for Undertale? And you made... yeah, it was Undertale. And I was like, hey, have you guys seen the secret scene where the one spider character wraps up Sans and like that has like twelve thousand notes and everybody's like, oh my god, you guys, the, the, Toby Fox is so cool. Uh, makes all these fake Easter. I mean, he makes all these Easter eggs. He's so oh, there's so much specific stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> you Jesus. convinced an entire fandom that there was this bondage fetish for one of the characters. Yep. You. That's, hey, that's so Nolan. That's you. Jim. You sound so done. You're just like, oh my god, this degenerate. <laughs> I I'm trying to. Oh, you know which one I hated was the Crybaby Lane one. Um, oh yeah, you said yeah. you mentioned it before because it wasn't true. That's the I love when people just you'll be like, yeah, there's no basis in that, and they're like, no, but if you think about it and go, yeah, well, if you think in fact though, it's not. So yeah, it was all a fraud. But hmm. <laughs> Crap, what's, oh yeah, it also irks me whenever someone confuses creators, like they always confused, like there was these old posts back when My Little Pony was super popular that, hey, Lauren Foss also created the Powerpuff Girls, like there's, I think, news reports saying that, and I was really? like, no, she didn't, no, you fucks, like I know these things, why can't everyone be pathetic nerds of animation like I am? I, I don't, yeah, I've seen that a bunch of times where suddenly... They'll get a little trivia and like run with it. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know what, I don't really understand it. It's, it's a bit silly. And of course, like whenever there's a, people confuse something for a Disney film or a Pixar film, that hurts. Oh, that happened. I've noticed that happens a lot. And with 
how the Marvel Cinematic Universe works. They're like, and when are the X-Men going to get involved? And you're like, no, they can't. That's Fox. And like, no, but it's Marvel. And I go, yeah, I know, but it's a different. And then like, you can tell they don't really understand. Like, you're like, okay, never mind. (laughs) Or, oh, the one I hate. Oh, see, all the ones I'm thinking of are movie ones, but the James Bond is a code name theory. I don't like that much. Wait, and I've heard they. Wait, do you know this theory? Wait, I thought James Bond was a code name. Oh no, it's just like it's just the guy's name. They just it just always changes. There's so no it continuity. Just, so every time they hire someone, well, they, they they just happen to be named James Bond. Well, there's they didn't start continuity till recently, so it's just like it just constantly reinvents itself. Huh. So there's no like overarching like thing to it until they started doing the Daniel Craig stuff. So essentially, are we supposed to like pretend that Sean Connery and Daniel Craig were the same person in a way? No, it's just different versions of it's just different stories. Kind of like a kind of like how a comic book with two different artists where they draw Peter Parker the uh, different style, you know? Yeah, that's probably a a good way to think of it. Yeah, but there's not like. That's people have used that theory to like give it some continuity. That's the other thing I've noticed is we have so much continuity now. People try to make continuity because it feels like now that's how people understand story, like how there's a Tarantino universe. Um, I've heard that one, but that one gets confusing because there's the Tarantino universe and then there's the universe uh, of Tarantino movies that are movies that people in Tarantino's universe watch. Like Inglorious Bastards, Django, and Grindhouse are movies they watch, and Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, and Reservoir Dogs are his real universe, and like big movies in their universe are those other movies. Mm-hmm. That's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> or the Pixar theory. I don't like. I don't. Anyway, sorry. I mean, We've gone. I, I, I like them for fun. Like I don't take them seriously. No, no, I, I think they're sometimes they can be a lot of fun. Like you can go, oh, I never thought of that and yeah. stuff like that. But sometimes I do feel like there are people who get too into them and they don't really know the point of um, the actual stories, you know? Yeah. Hmm. So next question, Tom Gyroid. Th- this question is an all bold question. Did you know Rebel Taxi can be connected to other internet shows by its Zone 10 cameo, ZTV, and Mr. Code crossover, which is also crossed over with other internet shows? That, that's his question. Like, I don't know, Tom Gyroid, stop messaging get, me the same question. We know I get, we heard you the first time. What are we supposed to say to that? I guess my answer is okay. Yeah, okay. That's okay. What, that's our response, Tom Gyroid. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for nothing, Thanks. Tom. We we get it. You didn't really need to make it all caps. Thank but... you, Tom. You you're the best. Not like Tom. Yeah. Thank you. You don't you don't need to ask we, that ever again. We should buy him we a gyroid. It. Like make him feel better. Give him a gyroid. Whatever those are. That's like a, a burrito, gy- right? A gyro. A gyro. Oh, a gyro. Okay. A gyroid is like a. See, Pan, you need to watch my big fat Greek wedding again. Then you don't. <laughs> Yeah, a gyroid is like uh, it is something, but it's uh, I would say um, oh, it's something from Animal Crossing. Hmm. Oh, okay, <laughs> that thing. Hmm. Let's see. Let me see the other questions. Oh, this one's a long one. Sam, senpai samurai. 
Question. Dear Pan, I wrote to you, but you still ain't responding. I left my cell, my pager, and my homie phone at the bottom. I sent two comments back in autumn. You must not have got them. There's probably... <laughs> there probably was a problem with YouTube or something. Something my internet crashes when I got them. But anyway, fuck it. How's it been? How's the podcast? This goes on for like two paragraphs. Oh my god! So it's just it just Stan, but it has to do with you. Eminem Stan, and someone replied, "Too edgy." Thanks, emo Nem. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. He doesn't have his girlfriend tied up in the trunk. And he's going to drive. Not. The oh bridge. god. Don't do don't do that, man. Please. Calm down. No, we'll buy you a gyro. Also, wow, you're been, oh. you're buying everybody gyros yeah. tonight. Like if there's ever like a public gathering of pizza party fans, we're just gonna get we're gonna gather at some place that sells gyros. So you think you think it'd be pizza? That's that's a twist. That's a twist. Too expensive. We're buying gyros. I think gyros are more expensive than pizza. Robert Schuller's question: What cartoon did your parents not let you watch? Um. Hmm. Wait, wait. Didn't watch or did watch? Did not let you watch. My mom banned me from watching Cow and Chicken and Ed, Ed, Nettie. Oh, for, Cow and Chicken for me too, yeah. I, don't think I, I, had... I, I wound up watching them anyway, though, because I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of... I wasn't allowed to watch... Uh, probably the Max, because I did want to watch that, because oh, yeah. I was so into comics. I mean, and I don't think I was allowed to watch, like, anything too... But I can't think of a specific cartoon. There was a comic I, I wasn't allowed to read, because in the opening pages, this guy sleeps with this girl and then shoots her in the face. And my parents were like, you can't read this. <laughs> but speaking but, of the oh, Max... Fuck. Uh, speaking of the Max, like, have you watched that recently? Uh, last couple of years, yeah. Yeah, what was it about? I have no idea. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> you know, what? never um, mind. It's, it's gonna go it, into a whole other thing. Fuck it. <laughs> no, well, I was ready. just gonna say. I think it's it's just a cool experience, and it's just a weird, strange show, and it's. Just, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's. Uh, it does kind of fall apart because you're like, what is this about? Like, it's just cool looking. I don't know. Yeah, MTV's the max with two X's at the end. Hmm. But I was allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead in its yeah. prime. But I, I. Everyone else in my neighborhood wasn't. My parents were like, I mean, you're not going to play frog baseball. It's fine. Who cares? But like uh, my parents for- forbade me from uh, watching The Simpsons because, well, I guess that's a big one for yeah. a lot of people. What's up with that? I know. Like and nowadays, like Family Guy is the the more uh, controversial show. Uh, parents won't let their kids watch. I mean, back then, The Simpsons was much more. Well, we thought The Simpsons was pretty, you know, explicit. I mean, it did a lot. Why was that? Simpsons wasn't really that bad. Like, was it just because it was animated for adults, and what they understood was animated for adults was like Ralph Bakshi and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's animation, so they assume it's for kids. But also, it's like uh, pretty much kind of a parody of the traditional sitcom family, except this this family is a bunch of assholes in a way. Sometimes. Well, that was that was the big thing when it started is it was going up against Cosby and they were like the ruder family and Cosby was the more moral family. I'm sorry. I couldn't <laughs> keep a straight face through that. Yeah. Well, did you see the, did you see the family guy? I, this is, this is going to make me seem super lame, but did you see the family guy thing where they made uh watching Cosby after knowing recent events? And it's like the theme and all the women are passed out. 
No. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was okay. I was like, I'll give you that family guy. Speaking of uh, the Co- Cosby, uh, there was an episode of Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids where <laughs> they get they go to a, star- a scare straight program. But, like, I think they do something wrong and the police take them to prison and they say, here's what happens if you uh, mess up and go to prison. And there were very clear depictions of people like trying to lure them in like they're gonna do something like you know you mean prison rape yeah (laughs) like in this in this show like damn this show did not hold back on teaching a lesson well Well, that's why nobody wants to go to prison yeah thanks cosby yeah so cosby bebop is ruined the whole theme song remember cosby bebop classic internet Jump rope, don't you? You see? Zip, zop, zoop, zip, 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 See, the thing is, though, I still, I'm not going to hate that show. I just hate that person. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's still a funny show, you know? Who, you know, which, I don't which, agree with him. Which show again? Oh, I thought we were talking about Family Guy. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. No, I mean Cosby's. <laughs> yeah. Gotta know. See, how come this this stuff can't happen to Seth MacFarlane? Yeah. How come it has to happen to Bill Cosby? We have I to. I mean, well, I guess it didn't happen. I want to rephrase what I said. Didn't happen to Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby did this to people. I guess I don't want Seth MacFarlane to do this to people. You know what? I've just stepped in well, something. Well, I'm going to slowly walk out. We, we got to find like an innocent charge that he that he can be trialed for, like a pirating movies, you know? Or being a Jared. Or... We, no, he, he gets... He gets arrested for pirating Family Guy episodes. That w- Actually, you know, an actor got in a lot of trouble in the 70s for having a huge collection of bo- of movies illegally. Uh, Roddy McDowell. Like, he was going to face serious charges for it. I don't think that would happen now, though. Crap. What was even the question anymore? Sorry. I'm not good at... <laughs> no, Mr. Meta. Two questions. What kind of thing appeals to you most in art style? What's appealing about an art style to you? That's kind of that's kind of a style over substance question. Thick outlines and colorful stuff. I like all sorts of styles. They're just not. Um, I don't know. I guess if it looks cool, that's kind of yeah. If that it sounds looks really cool. superficial, if you're just like look at it and you're like, wow, that looks really stunning. But I don't really go like I only want this style or that style. So I'm a bad person to uh-huh. ask. Don't. Yeah, I uh, same here. I just uh. I like a lot of different styles and there's a lot of different things I like. I mostly just like really, really detailed, really um, awesome, intricate drawings. Like um, what I've been looking for a fucking um, um, like volume of Berserk, the uh, manga, and I can't fucking find it no matter where I go. And uh, I haven't tried online yet, but I, um, I'm hoping I can just find it in a bookstore for cheap. But that's not happening. But I, I've seen like a few images of Berserk's artwork, and it looks fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I just, I just like a lot of very well detailed, very uh, intricate, yeah, drawings. That's, I guess, what I gravitate towards. So yeah, but thick outlines and colorful stuff—that's great. Like Boondocks. I mean, I mean, um, <laughs> Mission Hill. Uh, you fucked up. My style for Loki IRL. He should go. Read wow, that. that's conceited. Look. I did what I love, like, well, you know, it's like, what if I did something I hated, you know? That's, what's the point, you know? Their second question, if you only had 24 hours to live, what would you honestly think you'd be doing? 
Masturbate. No, I don't. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's something I would say instantly, but no, you you said it, Jim. You pulled the trigger. Sorry. I guess I, I, I shot my wad too early. <laughs> hmm. But I don't uh, think, see, I, I don't know. I would just try to have a good time. I would, I would watch the bucket list while organizing my bucket list. <laughs> but uh, my English teacher in sixth grade, he was telling us, like, what would he do if the world was ending? And his, th- his plan was to go to, like, Walmart and go and run through the shelves with his hands wide open and just knock everything down as he's running by. <laughs> wow. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> and your English teacher was one of them. Yeah. That'd be so cool just to run through them, just fuck everything. Destroy all these pickle what, jars. What mod? What a modest thing to do! Like <laughs> the world's ending, you could do anything. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Walmart. Stre- like he could do that today. What? Don't let the end of the world. I guess you, you could back. say no day but today. Wow! Thank you. <laughs> I don't get it. It's a run reference. Fuck off! And only Jim Jim would know it because I saw the. I, I got it. Fuck <laughs> That's the first time Jim's ever gotten one of my rent references. <laughs> my English teacher was in porn once. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, so what happened was, is, uh, okay, here's what I heard from other kids in my high school. Like, uh, we go to this school that's what, had middle school and high school together. Anyway, so they were uh, watching a porno, I guess, and they were like, dude, is that Mr. Blank? like holy shit it is and they say they tell me that they actually went up and asked mr blank we'll just call him that if uh if that was him and from what they say he didn't say anything and his face just turned bright red and they just awkwardly walked out the room wow yeah that's great well you shouldn't judge if someone does that's fine you probably needed the money Please, please don't judge anything I do ever. Look, he's getting paid to get laid. I can't get laid at all. So you know he's he's in, he's like superior. You know. Yeah. Don't slut shame. Yeah, don't slut shame. Yeah. People get fired for that. So yeah. I hope he did. Wait, people get fired for slut shaming? Oh no! No, people get fired if you're a teacher and you're like in a porno or you're a stripper or something. Yeah. That happens a lot. I mean, I always see, like, all these news reports, like, teacher was fired for uploading photo of themselves at the beach on their Facebook. I have seen that. That's not, that's super not cool. Yeah. But it, but it should say, if you read on, it's like, was, was fired for pictures of them at the beach. And it's like them with a Nazi swastika (laughs) and a bikini. Yeah. I mean that that makes more sense. I'm I'm like I'm with you, school. I'm yeah. with you. They made a sandcastle in the shape of Castle Wolfenstein. There's a big swastika on the side. It's really <laughs> disgraceful. They're they're reading Mein Kampf, and there's <laughs> there's a notebook that says yes, I agree with Hitler and stuff. <laughs> yeah, what a shame. Like I, I expected see, better. You would agree with the school if you read more of the article. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it, the, the media makes it so vague that you, you just side with the teacher like, hey, it can't be yeah. that bad. But the te- they- also, she was a huge Big Bang Theory fan. Yeah, that too. I mean, it explains everything. Also a big Rocket Power fan. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck. Someone just sent me a message. Dev Chips. I have a question. I have some Rocket Power figures I got out of a gumball machine about 10 years ago. 
Should I mail them to you so you can have the pleasure of destroying them? Or should I destroy them upon an unlisted video doing them myself? Wow. Okay. So this is what happened to the kid from Toy Story? <laughs> Look, he's still he's he's still out there. But wow. someone, okay, a couple of months ago, I, I kind of feel guilty for not reviewing it by now, but I get a lot of things in the mail. But someone, I don't know who, sent me a sealed copy of the Rocket Power PlayStation 2 video game, Rocket Power uh, Beach Bandits. And I don't know who it is, but someone out there spent the money on this crap and... And I feel guilty for not reviewing it by now, but like, you, you, hey, I don't, you probably couldn't handle all those shoebies. You, you should say, hey, everybody, I'm going back to the Tony Hawk retrospective and then just review the Rocket no. Power game. No, we're not ready for that. Rocket Power was not ready. Why did we hate Rocket Power? Um, Because uh, Jim was like. Uh, no, no one's marathoning Rocket Power. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there was, there was a reason. It, I think you said Rocket. We were talking about how it wasn't good, and then you weren't here for one. I said no one's marathoning Rocket Power. That's why I couldn't be here. And it just snowballed from all that. Okay, I have two questions by the well, two questions by two different users, but they're the same. Both a bucket user and let's see, uh, Zane Powers both write. What's your opinion on the cartoon drawn together? Personally, I think it's awful. And that's their question. I immediately blocked both of them because I did not want to hear their, them diss on drawn together. I haven't seen it. I don't. I don't remember it very well. Oh. I don't think I watched it. Did you like it or I something? I love that show. Like, I, I think I watched it at the beginning. Well, early on when I was starting to do well taxi videos, and that kind of influenced my humor to become more fucked up. In a way. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I would not be and the... Went, and then you went mainstream and you dulled your blade, you fucking poser. Well, fuck. I still make incest jokes. Let me uh, read this one post off the official Drawn Together Facebook. Oh, God, that show was recent enough to have a Facebook? Apparently. Well, they had a movie recently that nobody liked. Not even the Drawn Together fans. This was after the movie was released and, like, everyone left. But here's a message by Dave Jester, one of the two creators. It says... We'll be honest with you, Drawn Together fans. It's been a rough couple of years. The pain of Drawn Together's cancellation has taken its toll on both Matt and myself. Our partnership dissolved, and we have gone in vastly different directions. Matt left the business and went on a church retreat to pray the gay away with a gaggle of 13-year-old boys. None of them have been heard from since. And after yet another bout with alcoholism... I was able to get my old job back selling life insurance. <laughs> Understandably, my left. Hang on. <laughs> Understandably, my wife left me after we lost the baby. And the only thing that keeps me going is weed. <laughs> so smoke up. Happy 420. Love, Dave Jesser. <laughs> when was this? <laughs> April 20th. This year? April 20th, 2012. <laughs> wow. You know what would be really would be the most fucked up of all this is if that was the most genuine thing that guy ever wrote. <laughs> yeah. If he died after this, like, I'd be happy. His his life is no longer of value. Just just cut it off. Just cut the cord. Yeah. You fucked up. You made drawn together. Your life's work is complete. Good night. Oh, so is this the end of the podcast? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah it's been like three hours oh man yeah i'm pan pizza who are you people i'm jim i thought wait i thought you were uh um john leguizamo oh, hey guys, it's me john leguizamo i'm also here 
Maybe I'll do, oh, a, oh. A, a, do it with Emily after this. Oh, I loved you in Spawn, by the way. Thank you. I was the clown. I was also with Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. You, really... were, you were really good in Thank Spawn. Thank you. I, I ate a the best thing about Spawn. I ate a pizza that had larvas on it, and I really did eat that, and I vomited it out. So Is he... that true? Oh, yeah, that's true. He did eat a... <laughs> <laughs> I got you to break. Yes. Look. look. It's well. It's really it's real dedication. Like in the in a scene in the movie Spawn, um, th- this clown guy eats a a pizza from a dumpster, and the dumpster is full of larvas. And he really did eat that pizza full of larvas. Except he vomited right afterwards. But you know that was just dedication to get that on camera. That's called that's called being a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, what for, the the, fuck? for the Spawn movie. How for dare the Spawn you? movie. Spawn wow. was my best movie next to Ice Age and the Super Mario hey, Brothers movie and I, and, pa- I, and the Pest. I think. Romeo and Juliet was pretty good. Oh yeah, I wish in that, but I don't care. I, I, I wish in the fucking sloth in that one. So it's just the end of the podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna go kill myself. Oh, can I come too? Yeah, come on, John Leguizamo. <laughs> I, I have. I, I made. I made a second noose just in case anybody wanted to join me. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. I have the noose around my neck. I'm gonna. I'm this gonna is, kick the chair. This is Goodbye, gonna be everybody. fun. Okay, bye. Don't forget to buy the Super Mario Brothers movie on video and demand. Bye. It's a new day, but it all feels old. It's a good life. That's what I'm told. But everything in all just feels feels the the same. At my high school, it felt more to me like a jail cell, a penitentiary. My time spent there only made me see. That I don't ever want to be like you I don't want to do the things you do I'm never gonna hear the words you say And I don't ever want to I don't ever want to be you Don't want to be just like you What I'm saying is this is the anthem For all your hands of you Don't want to be you